0: Why don't you just fucking eat hot? What do you think about my
1: living room, Ben? This is how I live. This is how you live. <laughs> yeah. Dang, is that a Circle K cup? You got the cup from Circle K? No, it's a Sonic. I see it. Yeah,
0: it's so- that's for my friend. Dude, my fucking... I was getting shit-faced last night. My friend shows up at like 1 a.m. He's like, hey, dude, you gotta see my new car. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to play Siege. <laughs> like everyone just showed up at my house the past like couple hours i'm just like trying to do something else
1: start the fucking intro i'm gonna kill you dude oh my god hello and welcome to gaming together cooperative podcast i'm your host philip and i'm here with my co-op partner nave each pod we play through cooperative experience and relate to you the listener if this game is the -the criminal of co-op or something better off playing solo hey nave
0: what up man i'm hungover it's like old school podcasting remember when i was hungover every fucking time we talked
1: oh yeah but it's also new school podcasting because we got a new guest.
2: Oh. It's
0: been from Play Along Podcast. We've been talking about, about him for a for long time. For the
2: introduction, <laughs> hello. <laughs>
0: he fucking tennis balled it back to me. Like I'm like what? <laughs>
2: I gave you the Ganondorf <laughs> tennis return. Oh, Funny you say that. Just we just played the Phantom Ganon Wind Waker boss.
1: Oh yeah, I have not like I saw that you guys were working on Wind Waker, and I wanted to wait until all the episodes were out before I started because that's how I listen to podcasts with a fire hose just eight hours straight of just going down one series. <laughs> so I was going through uh uh frog factions, which that was a twist. Because I thought oh. Frog Factions was gonna be a kid's game.
2: Yeah, no, but it's um it's no. crazy, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Like you start off uh you start off just on a lily pad, like eating bugs, and then the next minute you are propelled into space and you are the president of Bug Mars and you're manufacturing bug pornography to make money for your bug planet it's it's crazy it's a free <laughs> game on steam it's like a steam port of a flash game if you haven't played it go and play it because it's it's a journey which i don't think we said but you are the third and final
1: member of our collection of the play along podcast that we've gotten on here
0: and it's not that we hate you or anything. But it is the time zone difference. which Oh, yes. We got, a, we, got a, we got a little bit of story about that also. But there, you are obviously not a yeehaw, cold-blooded American like we are.
2: No. No. Go for it. <laughs> no, I was just going to say I'm, I'm, I'm a tea-sipping Brit. So uh, oh, it's completely <laughs> yeah. different. So we're well, he said enemies. it, everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, he said it. We had the time set up for 12. I think I know what happened because you were like, yeah, 12 is 8, my time. And I was like, cool. And I was like, I don't know if I mentioned that it's central because i woke up at 12 all hungover and stuff here's my phone going off right now to wake me up for two because it was (laughs) like so we got it all mixed up so um 12 o'clock uh jared and kai both live in california 12 o'clock is your eight but it's like america's a big boy country like we are very (laughs) wide we're very fat here so we have multiple time zones but yeah, yeah so you went straight from california time zone to the east coast time zone and we're in the middle and so i'm like i gotta wake up at two which thank god my friend came and woke me up because it's like i'd be i'd still be asleep and then i would be late to my podcast for the second time
2: (laughs) yeah that one was eventful when you uh you missed a good like three quarters of it didn't you
0: oh yeah and (laughs) philip progressively got more concerned like as he started doing <laughs> investigative work, like he started LA Noir like picking up the <laughs> tweeter and he's like, hmm, he made a tweet. What happened to my friend?
1: <laughs> all right, are we, we are with? a co-op video game podcast. So mm-hmm. we have a certain question we ask all our first time guests about their co op gaming history. Meaning, do you have a notable co op memory
2: you would like to share with our co op partners at home? Oh Lord. Um I have many. Co-op gaming is like a big part of my gaming experience. A lot of my early gaming was local co-op with my dad. So playing like Tekken 3 and stuff like that with my dad. We would also play uh, the Bomberman game. We used to have one of those adapters for the PS1 that let you plug in like four controllers. Oh, the multi That's it, yeah. yeah. The three of us would sit and play Bomberman and stuff like that uh and it just it just progressed me and my other half we played it takes two recently and um, we've been playing like overcooked as well that's what a game that we love to play together um and yeah i just i love a co-op game
0: i just saw uh tales from the backlog post his next month's uh schedule because he he records like 27 episodes back like for, for, like, he has so many episodes, like, in the backlog. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Like, he's got a backlog of games and a backlog of episodes. But, um, like, you what? But the, he had one with a... What is the game you just said? I'm spiraling. It Takes what Two. It Takes Two. That's it. He put It Takes Two, and he's talking to someone about that. And I'm just, like, a little hurt that... <laughs> We didn't get the I like what so we uh talked about a game called Unsighted. I don't know if I've even said that on this podcast yet. But yeah, we've already recorded that episode, so it's gonna come out in like a month, I think. But I was very hurt that I didn't get to talk about it takes two
1: instead. I know, we're the co op guys. It just doesn't make sense. Right? So just an announcement. Any other podcasters that may be listening, you are talking about co op games? You know us. Or Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> you, you happen to be talking about Turok. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm tired of just talking to people who don't know what Turok is and having to explain it every time. I want to get into the meat and bones, the meat and potatoes.
2: Do uh, you have don't a saying talk to like me that? about Turok then.
0: Uh, oh no. I was going to ask if you'd played Turok. This fucking no, I, remakes are bad. Oh no.
2: I I think I like played one of the OG ones maybe on a 64 for a little while. Um I do not remember it. I don't remember anything about that game. The only thing I know about that game is what I've heard from you guys, and that is that you can shoot a gun that drills into somebody's head. Like that's the only fucking thing I know about <laughs> that game. It's <laughs> exactly all you need to know. That's all you need. Yeah,
0: I'm like so. I'm like doing my work that I should have done like hours ago, but I'm like fixing the. I'm actually adding to the notes. <laughs> I'm oh adding really? all the podcast. Yeah. Do you see me? I'm like. I'm not texting. I'm fucking sitting here copy pasting shit into the notes right now
1: well while you're doing that we'll go into the games we've been playing ben you have a lot of games you've been playing recently
2: yeah i kind of bounce around from game to game um i don't really have one set game that i play i just kind of move around so uh obviously we're playing wind waker for play along um so we're doing through that i've just finished halo 2 because i've never played a halo game and so when I got Game Pass, somebody was like, you should really play Master Chief. So I'm working through them from time to time. I'm trying not to burn myself out on Halo because I feel like if I just rinse through all of them, it's just going to damage the experience. Uh, so I just finished Halo 2. That was miles better than Halo 1. Like miles better than Halo oh, 1. Oh, yeah. What? Are yeah, you serious? percent Halo 2 is the better of
1: Halo 1 and 2. The sequel is better.
0: Dude, I had Halo One and Halo Two, and
2: all my homies fucked with Halo One, dog. Nah, man. Halo Two, Halo Two has got the same game gameplay and everything, but dual wield pistols, like running around with dual wield plasma rifles or dual wield SMGs, is just pretty, like brilliant. And then Ugh, from the story wait, get point to Halo of, 3, baby. Wait, wait, the story point of view, like seeing the Covenant side of stuff and seeing everything that's happening with the Arbiter and all of that stuff. It's just because the Halo one is basically just I am space marine shoot shoot pew pew, and halo yeah. two is is a lot better <laughs> so and
3: yeah.
0: it's got breaking benjamin in it,
2: oh, <laughs> oh that's true,
0: and they go burn it, it, burn, it it, burn it and I'm like, blow me away, fucking shooting at the scarab, <laughs> I'm loving it
2: <laughs> um what else, oh yeah, tunic, um, so I started playing tunic. After talking to or listening to list off Ryan and Brian talking about Tunic. So this is the game that I play. I bought a Razer Kishi, like a handheld gamepad that you plug your phone into. It gives you like latency free input. Okay, I got you. Uh, So I plug my Android into it and then I'm streaming it through Xbox Game Pass. So when I'm at work, I'll just sit and play Tunic for like an hour. Um, So just working my way through that. And then Sekiro, fucking Sekiro. Oh my God.
0: How are you liking uh, Sekiro? That is like, a, I heard that as a big boy game. I, I quit pretty oh, early in that.
2: It's, it's a big boy game. I'm For anyone who's listening, I am doing the first fight against Owl, which is like the Owl Shinobi, who is your main character's dad. And he's one of the legendary Shinobi. He is fucking hard to beat, like, really hard to beat. I've been playing this game for like two or three years on and off. I just kind of dip in and dip out and come back to it now and then. But I've got Elden Ring, but my beautiful, lovely girlfriend bought me Elden Ring for my birthday on PC so I could play with my friends, but my PC can't run it. So (gasps) I'm, I'm waiting to upgrade. I'm going to be upgrading in the next couple of weeks. So until then I was like, okay, there's parrying in Elden Ring. Let me get my parry on and, you know, play some Sekiro yeah. and, and get some bits down.
0: If you're getting, if you're getting into Sekiro, you're probably you you, you, you can do Elden Ring for sure because you can block in Elden Ring. Like that exactly. was like when I I got to like the first mini boss in Sekiro, and I was like, this, oh no, you know what I mean? I was like, I might oh, yeah. need to put this down because I'm already feeling the pangs of anger, <laughs> and I and you're not allowed to co-op in Sekiro, so it's no. like.
2: <sighs> no. all right well. like you you get later on there's like mini bosses called apparitions they're called like the headless and they are ghosts that you cannot harm you can harm them but it takes off it only does like 90 percent of the damage it should you have to have this, this item called the divine confetti that lets you do real damage to them and if they hit you with their sword even if you block it or parry it they inflict terror and if they if your terra meter goes full, you insta die. Because in Sekiro, the whole mm. the whole stick of it is that you can reincarnate, so when you die you can come back. There's like a resurrection power. But if you die from terror, you don't get the resurrection. So you're just dead. That's it. Just done. Gone.
0: So what you're telling me is in order to fight these ghosts, you have to pocket sand confetti from the heavens into their face? Essentially.
2: Yeah. You you literally you have to have that and then They also have this mechanic called dragon rot, which is like a disease. So every time you die, there is a percentage chance that a NPC will be inflicted with dragon rot. And there is a way to cure it. You have to buy this dragon blood droplet and then pray with it and it goes away, but they're very scarce. And if an NPC has dragon rot, you can't get the side quest from them because they're unable to talk. So the more you die, the more people get dragon rot and the less side quests you're able to do um luckily the the once you cure them like say there's four people the one dragon droplet will cure all four of them you don't need four of them luckily but it's just yeah it's some of the items in that game are so scarce and they're so crucial to some of the bosses that it's just but it's it's the reason i love it is because it's souls meets tenchu and i fucking love tenchu
0: I was just about to say that you're unfortunately making me really want to start playing this game again. And that's going to raise my (laughs) blood pressure. And then you had to say it's like Tenchu. And now I'm like, it's already downloading on my Xbox now. that's it. The the
2: whole idea of being able to hug a wall and then bring someone around and death blow them. Because the, the, the big difference between Sekiro and Souls is that in Sekiro, there's something called a posture meter. So every time you deflect someone's attack, their posture meter increases. And then once their posture meter is full, you can do a death blow, which kills them regardless of how much HP they have. So yeah. there are some bosses where it's near on impossible to get their HP down because your attacks do such little damage that you have to use that posture meter, which adds like a whole new element to it, because you have to be able to parry. If you can't parry in Sekiro, then it's a really fucking hard game to play. So it's
0: interesting uh, – see, there's like three things I want to talk about, but I was too busy like being technically illiterate, <laughs> like just sitting here <laughs> fucking – just messing with my phone. But uh, should I bring up Wind Waker? No. Okay, so uh, you were on Play Along, and you were talk. We, you were asking a genuine question of From Software and the whole entire – the accessibility. Oh, the easy mode debate. Yeah, the, the easy mode debate. And uh, we were thinking about having an interstitial episode just to talk to you because the whole time I was listening, I was like – I for some reason feel compelled to just like you know ask you about it because you're one of well everyone on your whole show kind of was in the same camp and everyone in our show just me and Philip I don't know why I said it like that that's kind <laughs> of everyone <laughs> everyone involved with us our side yeah we kind of sit on the other side and we had Hmm. uh pinecone on and he was uh, surprisingly also on our side so i wasn't we didn't discuss it beforehand so i didn't know what he was going to say i was kind of hoping he'd be on the other side so we'd have a discussion but that's (laughs) a cool uh, so in our grounded episode which is what we're talking about not a from software game Do you want to talk about the accessibility thing or you want to have like like philip's got some questions i've got some questions
2: interesting i'm happy to talk about it man it's always good to, to discuss this kind of stuff. See what other people think.
0: So the per- the people that you were like speci- you, that you specifically had a bone to pick with, I don't think it's us. Like not so no. I mean not specifically us, but like we like the way we describe it. We always say it's like an it's like an octagon of people talking to each other. And so like I don't think we are the side that you are specifically referencing because we're kind of more like hands off, laissez faire with the whole thing more mm. than this game should never have an easy mode never you know what yeah. i mean i'm kind of like i think philip's the same way but i'm kind of like the developer said no so it's i don't like that people keep yelling at the developer that kind of makes me feel bad oh
2: yeah yeah i definitely think like you know it's it, it, it's one of those things that we can sit and talk about it but if from soft say there's no easy mode coming then there's no easy mode coming like that is the end of the day they don't deserve to be Chased down and harassed, and you know, why the fuck aren't you putting an easy mode into the game, etc.? At the same point, it's like you said, it's not people like you guys that's very much like, okay, this is what it is. It's the people that are like, I don't, gatekeeping is such a crap word of, like, crap way of explaining it, but essentially, you know, saying like, you know, if you can't play it, then tough shit. I, I don't, I don't feel that that is productive to anything, mainly because. I like I said in the in the Q&A thing when we was talking about it 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 doesn't make sense to me because you lose nothing from having an easy mode that's the way I see it and it's it's not like I'm not like oh there should be an easy mode it's just like at the beginning of the game I don't think I should say right I don't think it should be changeable mid-game that's where I feel like you would be cheesing it a little bit because you'd be like oh I'm stuck on fucking whoever let me just tone down the difficulty and get past the boss but i just i don't think i don't think you lose anything from at the beginning of the game being like do you want the game as it's made to be played or do you want it slightly easier that's
0: interesting that you said that that you think that that you don't think the difficulty should be changed mid-game because i have a specific memory i'm running over philip right now i'm so sorry dude. every (laughs) single time your mouth opens i'm like Hold it and then I can jump in there but uh yeah I have a specific memory with Star Wars the Fallen Order where I played it on the hardest difficulty because I was, I'm a fucking idiot but the game wasn't that bad until the end you have two boss fights really close to each other and I could not beat these boss fights and if I had the ability to change the difficulty which maybe I did I can't remember but if I didn't I was being stubborn about it anyways. But, I mean, as as everyone knows if they listen to the Elden Ring episode, I fucking fought margit like 80 times by myself yeah. <laughs> without leveling up my weapons because I just was like, I'm doing this now. But it's like – so sometimes I get in that mood. But, yeah, that game was a – it was a nightmare because that game was a Souls-like, you know, and it, but it wasn't good. And it was like – it was fun and good until, like, the glaring issues showed up with the bo- those two boss fights at the end where I started mm. to notice the lack of, like, good – uh, consistent iframes, the dodging's kind of wonky, the fucking, everyone has heat-seeking missile attacks, and I'm just like I didn't really have to deal with this until I've been stuck on this fight for like five hours Well, What do you have to say about all this, Philip?
1: You got questions? I have a couple things, actually, on this point So, we talked about, like, how the problem is, is the, you know, the big word of gatekeeping, mm. and we talked about or how it's more about this game like, to be gatekeepy is like, say, this game isn't for you opposed to, you shouldn't be playing this game. I think that's like the the finest. It's such a fine line, and it's very nitpicky, but that is the little semantic discussion point that I really stick to of, I want you to play this game, but if you can't play it, then I guess I I was wrong to suggest it to you, Mm -hmm. and you're wrong to try to
2: force yourself to play it. I mean, there are some games that just like, like, I can't play RTSs. I don't know what it is. For some reason, I struggle with RTSs. I just can't play them, and it's—it's not—it's literally that, you know. It's just—it's not a game genre for me. I can do turn-based strategy. Turn-based strategy is fine, but as soon as things become real-time and I'm trying to manage all of my units and my resources, my brain just can't hack it. So I just—I naturally just steer clear of RTSs. I'm the exact same way with whatever genre
0: Nintendo's is. I can't play those games. <laughs> you don't know, like
1: Life Sims. You don't know, like Lifestyle, whatever that is.
0: I just pick up my own dog, and I'm like, this, this is this is the better thing.
2: I don't yeah. know who wants this. No, I mean, I, I think you're right, though. Like, there is a very big difference between this isn't a game for you, and you shouldn't be playing that this game. Like, they're they're two very very separate things. But at the same time, I, I think, I, I think my the way that I sort of settle on it in the end is just what do you lose from having it? That's what I always seem to come back to, you know, and it, it's not like, uh, I, I don't want to be preaching and being like, you know, there should be, no. there should be, it's just, do it. well, yeah. it's yeah. do whatever it's you just, need to do. What is like, what do you lose? As somebody who is a hardcore Souls fan, who wants to play the game the way it's made, you can play the game the way it's made. You don't have to play it on the, like, if the easy mode became the new norm, that's when I think you have a problem. And that's when, I think it's a different conversation. But from having the two choices, I see it as like everyone can have their cake and eat it. All those people who want the game the way it's meant to be played can play it, and the people who want to get into the series but feel it's very daunting can also do it. Now, I don't know. Elden Ring might be like that. I don't know. I haven't played it. I know Elden Ring was like super fucking popular and everyone downloaded it and played it. I mean, like for instance, like Sekiro, there's no... There's no inventory system. Like you get your prosthetic tools, which are weapons you can use, but you can't level anything up. You can't make yourself more powerful. You you just have to learn the techniques, and you have to play that game. Like there's no there's no upgrade system for your sword to do more. You can do more attack, but like you can't you can't like min max or anything. You know you can't be like oh I'm gonna go like full defense or anything like that. I think that's the scariest thing about Sekiro, is they always make it more of a fighting game. A hundred percent, yeah. I was
0: absolutely blown away that it was like winning game of the year and shit. I was like, this game is hard. Like, have people played this game? Like, this is really
2: hard.
3: Yeah,
0: it's really really hard.
2: It's a shame because I think I want I want people to experience Sekiro. You know, not only is it a fun game when you are managing to beat people, but it's also beautiful to look at. Like, some of the scenery in that game is absolutely amazing. And so I just think, what difference would there be if there was an option where enemies take less hits to kill, or if the frames are slightly more forgiving for a boss fight?
0: I I have a very interesting like kind of new perspective on this entire situation because if you asked me before I played Elden Ring, I would I would have a like, I would have a lot to say about like what do you lose from taking away this like so the main the main crux of the, my whole entire argument is that. I think about Spec Ops The Line specifically, and I know you've heard, because you had to edit that, you heard my, I went on for like two hours about Spec Ops The Line, so you yeah. don't need to hear anything <laughs> about that anymore. But that game specifically had, they had to force a multiplayer mode into the game, and it was, the multiplayer mode was absolute, absolute trash. And every every single moment of resources that they had to pull away from the like fantastic uh, single-player experience, it would mm. have been a detriment to the entire game as a whole, because that game was never supposed to have a multiplayer. And I think about that in the same it's not like exactly the same because that's obviously he like we're comparing a skyscraper to a two-story house at this point but yeah. adding another adding a difficulty it does take away it does take away resources from whatever they're finely tuning cuz it it you have to pull people away and you have to they have to be able to what is it fine tune like the ratios between damage to everything and the main thing about Dark Souls is that there is an online component and it's so integral to the game. Because so it's like how do you separate the people playing on easy from the people playing on hard? So it's like the people playing on hard can't invade the people on easy, or do they even are they even allowed to invade? Because you know they are on easy. Mm. It's interesting. Or people go because the game itself caps your characters. Like if I'm like a hundred levels higher than Philip, then I am like really nerfed when I jump into his game. So maybe that's right. like something similar. I might be lawyering my way into the other side again, but I do this <laughs> to myself all the time. But but now that I've played Elden Ring, I I am in new game plus, and I've mentioned this a couple of times. But like I haven't died yet. Like I have literally sprinted through the game, and mm. with this new experience, it's kind of weird because I have half of my brain going, "I'm I'm killing Margot in like three hits," and I'm like this is not correct. Like, this is not how this should happen, but also at the same time, it is like a completely different feeling of like, yo, (laughs) like, you know, I I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm so strong. But it's
2: like, the thing I think is, is a bit different though, is like the way that you're talking about it is almost like once the project has started being like, these are the resources we have. We need to manage it. If you go into a new project being like okay we're going to do this you can plan those resources a lot better i definitely think like if you if halfway through development you go oh shit we need an easy mode then you have to pull resources away from somewhere like with spec ops you have yeah. to pull them from somewhere and something is going to suffer but i guess you'd like yeah i guess the 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 online component i guess people some people might classify as an easy mode so in your
1: initial statement of Uh, you don't lose anything or you don't lose much with the addition of an easy mode. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've talked about on the pod before my experience with dark souls one. When I initially played it, I played it with a cheat engine because like this game is so hard. This is unplayable. No one can play this. And so I gave myself God health. Pretty much. I gave (laughs) myself all the resources I need for strongest weapons. I was able to just be as strong as I wanted to. And I walked through the whole game and I felt nothing. Like, Nate talked about beating Margaret in three hits, and then he's like, yo, that's sick. That's because he did not beat Margaret 80 <laughs> times before this. Yes.
0: that might actually be part of it. I didn't so even
1: consider he, that. He had a relationship with Margaret and the mechanics of Margaret, whereas yeah. if he beat Margaret in three hits the first time he went through the game, he's never going to think about Margaret again. And right. I never thought about Dark Souls again until I was listening to a podcast on Fireside Chat about people these two dudes that were really into Dark Souls one and their whole podcast was just about Dark Souls one just talking about every step by step and listening to those two dudes talk very cool guys I fell in love with the game through their podcast I went back and I played the game just vanilla like the 360 crappy 15 frames a second version back on my uh, you know <laughs> Xbox one like it's just bad and I played through the whole game just on my own no co-op partners or anything and like this game is amazing and now Dark Souls 1 is probably my favorite game of all time and playing it on easy mode gave me none of that feeling of accomplishment none of that engagement with the mechanics or the world or even the visuals because Dark Souls 1 is kind of ugly like it looked pretty good back in the day now it's pretty ugly <laughs> but yeah. like i i look around and it's like playing Super Mario 64 when you look at the castle and it's like coming home or it's like revisiting like a place you really enjoy whenever I don't know who we were playing with at one point we we went back in a whole group of me and a couple of the friends we started a a Minecraft server this was before the podcast and first thing I did is I started rebuilding Dark Souls 1 in Minecraft because we were all just like different areas doing our own thing and I just spent like we played for like a month straight of just like every day I would just come in and I was like looking at screenshots of like Dark Souls and rebuilding Dark Souls levels in Minecraft because that's just what I thought about, like I want, I'm like I want to make a castle, but specifically I want Drake oh. <laughs> Bridge all the way up to the gatehouse from Dark Souls One. You know, You're like, like I want hey, this Jerry. castle.
0: You're like, hey Jerry, come look. This is that staircase where the boulder comes down and hits you, dog. Yeah, and then you get your ass. Exactly. You remember that? <laughs>
1: yeah, like. Meanwhile, like, Janna is building, my, my wife, she's building her own little patch of neighbor, and I'm, like, building huge caverns, and she's like, <laughs> I fell down the hole again! And I'm like, yeah, watch over that hole. I'm getting a lot of cobble, so I'm just digging the bedrock repeatedly. So, <laughs> I, like, I fell in love with the game because there wasn't an easy mode. If there was, hmm. I would have played through it and forgotten this game. So I think but, you can lose if
2: there okay. is an easy so, mode. So the, the argument for losing is from overcoming the obstacles that the game naturally has in it in terms of the bosses and, well, the yes and, no. spikes and I stuff. think it's
1: more about the engagement with not overcoming them per se, but your relationship with the game that develops. I think mm.
0: objectively speaking, your relationship is directly affected by overcoming it as well. Well, yeah, I guess.
2: <laughs> like, so what about from like a, like a plot perspective? Like so, from like Elden Ring, for instance, you know George R R, R. Martin is uh, involved in it, and I can only imagine how deep the plot of that game is. So, do you do you lose anything from from the game being that hard? Like I said, I've not I've not played it, so I don't know. Like it's not. Nave, tell them about the plot, dude. The whole time we
0: were playing the two months we were playing this game for the pod, I was nonstop getting memes from Philip's wife about like man Elden Ring is so deep and amazing you need to play it and then it's like me playing Elden Ring I have no idea what's going on and then it's like <laughs> I'm just constantly getting memes like that and I'm like I know that like Philip is just yelling at her every night like this is like what is the lower significance of this like, like cuz I would be doing that because we have a joke now it's actually just bled into every single game we play now but when we see something random we just go what's the lower significance of this flatware? You know, it's just because this whole game, you, you hardly experience it. It's very much, uh, it's very much environmental storytelling and it's, it's oh, storytelling yeah. being used with, uh, like almost the mechanics of the game mechanics used as storytelling. Um, you get narrative, you get like dialogue and like monologues from people occasionally, and there are things to read, but it's like, it's more, uh, what is that? What is that thing called? Uh, Philip, help me out. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> no, no, the the fucking the narrative. What is it called? Spontaneous narrative. What is it like? Oh, when you're uh, playing a yeah, game.
1: Emergent narrative. That's emergent. What really
0: emergent. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You're correct. So yeah, the emergent narrative that you get from fighting Radon for the first time, and then he does the fucking uh, Super Saiyan Four comet down into the freaking into the, from the sun smashing into you. It's like. The first time you experience that, like in real life, like even though you're gonna hear it a hundred times now because the elder ring is so popular, the first time you fight Radon and that happens, you're going to shit your pants. <laughs> you're not gonna know what <laughs> happens. And you're going to remember it. I'm never gonna forget that Radon fight for my whole life because of the first time I the first time I experienced all of the different moves. Like I was just so enamored with that fight. I don't know what it was.
1: See, I thought you were memeing me for a second when you brought up the environmental storytelling. Cause literally like a little over an hour ago. I sent a meme to the Play along podcast Discord server. It's just a bunch of bloodstains next to a cliff,
2: and it just says, gotta love
1: <laughs> environmental storytelling.
2: That's a good meme. I didn't see that meme. That's fucking hilarious. So, okay, all right, last thing, real quick. What about the, uh, the Let Me Solo Her dude? Where do you guys stand on them? That is the single, that is the finest point I could ever, like,
0: single out to people who say that the Dark Souls community is toxic. Because, in my experience, which i that 's obviously I just immediately cut myself off because this is immediately subjective, but <laughs> in my experience, the Dark Souls community is one of the most helpful communities i 've ever experienced, and they 're one of the most welcoming and one of the most uh well i already said helpful so yeah they're they 're incredibly helpful like they they love it when new people are getting into their games, they love explaining things to people, they love trying to help people out, like trying to explain things like trying to like uh, prod people along because most of the people who really, really actually deeply enjoy these games for like what they are, they want you to have that, to share that exact same experience. It's like the same thing, it's the same reason why on YouTube it's super popular to have like uh reaction channels like you're just sitting there watching a guy watch a video but it's not simply that you're literally watching someone enjoy or react to a thing that you hold close to you you know what i mean and sometimes you're drunk and eating pizza and you have nothing else to watch and it's the first thing you clicked on but also it's like you know i really love pink floyd and i absolutely love watching people who don't like rock listen to pink floyd or listen Mm. to car bomb like i mean pink floyd like everyone knows who Pink Floyd is but car bomb you hear car and their their first reaction is always like this doesn't even sound like music this is just noise and then like six <laughs> songs later they're like this is fucking great like like i don't like i don't know what this is but this is great
2: but would and you that, classify that's my it show. as an easy mode if you if you can't beat margaret and then you summon him would you classify letting him beat margaret as an easy mode
0: um i technically yes I don't think I I genuinely don't think playing multiplayer is an easy mode unless you accidentally summon in people who are specifically broken, specifically like going in to do things for you. When you play this game, uh, and you, like when me and Philip played this game, we talk about at the end of our Elden Ring thing, uh, we actually beat a couple bosses solo because it's. Whenever you, the more people you summon in, you can summon in a maximum of two friends. It doubles the fucking health bar of the of the boss, so legit makes the boss harder. Like, but there are people who just absolutely know how to play the game, and there are builds that are designed. Like, there are people trying to beat, uh, what is her name, Melina? Yeah, Melina. There are people with bleed builds specifically designed to counter Melina, and they're just sitting there putting their sign down and just soloing the boss. Like, like let me solo her. Legit fights her. But mm-hmm. there are people who can solo her easy peasy with like, there was like a blood flies spell that you can use. And there's a lot of things that you can use to make that fight easier. And I wouldn't, I w- generally wouldn't consider that easy, but also an easy mode. But yeah, that that is technically an easy mode. Me and Philip beat Molina uh, on his, in his game using a, a person with a bleed build design for her.
1: Yeah, he okay. was ready. Like he jumped in and he knew exactly what to do. So like this guy has probably been fighting her multiple times and he was just there to like coach and carry people through like he was like a i think he was like a low vigor bleed build wizard or something like that so he couldn't get hit so all me and nave did was get in there and mix it up in melee range while he just laid down crazy dps from the back line all and right. that was just his move and we were good at surviving so it was, it was easy for us
0: the the main thing is that like I'm not sure. I mean, me and Philip played for like two hours trying to fight it in her game. So it's like still he probably is going to still remember that that boss fight. But it's like that's still valid, you know, like you didn't beat the boss. But I mean, that is something that's available to you. And like Mm -hmm. like if you have to do that, I mean, that's totally fine. And like I the way that I look at it is it's exactly the same as playing a video game using a walkthrough. And it's like you're using a walkthrough and if in, at any point you can look and see what the puzzle solution is or like where you're supposed that's to be a going. very,
2: very good point.
0: And I think that that's valid as well because I've beaten many games with walkthroughs and really enjoyed the experience even though I was not using like deep thought to try and like get through it.
2: Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Actually, I didn't fool about that. That's a very good I hadn't
0: either until just I, I wandered into that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh do you have any final great. words before we move along to my games I've been playing?
2: Ah <sighs> <sighs> that was great. That was a good conversation. <laughs> no, I just I think it's one of those things I don't think that conversations ever going to go away. Oh no. You know, and it's it's like I see both sides of it and I think I think for me it's because I'm playing Sekiro because I don't have that multiplayer aspect to it that I'm just mm. like I can fully see why people want an easy mode in this game.
3: Yeah,
0: when you if you want easy mode in Elden Ring, level your vigor. <laughs> Everyone, level your vigor, please. Yeah. I was so I was getting so pissed off at Philip because he was like, 20 vigors, fine. And I'm like and then he dies in one shot and I get sent back to the shadow realm because I'm in his game. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, Philip. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you actually.
1: So to go into uh games I've been playing. Nave, I've been playing. Yeah, my backlog buster. I went in and got Cyberpunk from the library because I love the library that. now. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, Cyberpunk, sweet!" I got in there, and I'm like, "This game is like it was e- either the most anticipated game or the most hated game in the last two years." I don't even remember what the actual opinion on this game is right now, but I'm like, "I'll give it a shot." People on the PC Jump like in it. there. Yeah, I played no, no. about, I'd say, 30 minutes on the hardest difficulty. Could not get through the Mistake. first firefight. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. was what I was like because I'm like, you know. I'm a hardcore butt chugging Mountain Dew gamer. I could put it on hard because <laughs> for some reason in my like mind, I don't know what is wrong with us, but we we go after hard difficulties these days. <laughs> I get in there and I am just getting wasted. And I'm like, man, this sucks. So I'm like, well, easy mode time. I go in there, click, take it down to medium or whatever. I jump all of a sudden way easier. I spend another like two hours in this game and I felt nothing. Yeah. Like, oh, How do really? People like this game. Yeah. Play more.
3: Like, it's good.
1: <laughs> nah, man. Like it's average. I, yeah. Like I'm like, what, what's people? What do people like
2: about this?
0: Fucking. Uh, I people like Johnny Panama. Depp.
2: That's it.
0: <laughs> what is that like guy's name? Johnny. Not Johnny. Johnny Quick.
2: Johnny Johnny Quicksilver. Quicksilver? Like the yeah. Keanu Reeves guy.
0: Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I'm like, why do I want to say Johnny? I've got that Wake Amber up, her Samurai. fucking stupid thing. But yeah, he is awesome. I love him so much. He's a, right. he's it's, a treasure. It's,
2: uh, it's an okay game. I I played it and I was like, this this was fine. It what was, a, was your amazing. Build? Uh, full melee. Oh, you went melee. Change that, Philip. See, I, I went. I went DPS. I just so, went like full. Like I can hack stuff and I can shoot stuff really quickly.
0: The the way that I played the game, which honestly, it made like the first third of the game terrible because I was dying all the time. But um, the way that I played the game is I was like. They gave me the ability to use this like hacking shit. So I'm going like that like I'm like, what sets this game apart from other RPGs? Well you can hack people. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna spec in half hacking people. And if it sucks, I'm just gonna restart whatever. But it was great. Like so I was basically a wizard. I was like – I would walk into a room. I would go, you, kill yourself. You, your grenade's blowing up. You, your brain is on fire. You, your fucking synapses are, are being electrocuted from the circuits in your brain. And then four people would go, ah, just fucking die instantly. Yeah. And that would be every room I walked into. And I just felt like it was such a power trip. It was if definitely you, easy mode. <laughs> like If when you,
2: um, you want to have the cyberpunk experience, then – and maybe not like fully, but definitely invest in some of the hacking upgrades because you can do things like you can make people's guns jam, you can um, oh, yeah. make grenades explode, you can cause people's like heads to explode and stuff. Like it's that's what sets it apart from other RPGs.
1: Well,
0: the gunplay is not good. My it, I was, thing, was, was like, I was just
1: doing I, gunplay and melee because I'm like I don't want to deal with all this technical stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and no, I'm like no, well, they, it's just another
2: shooter. Yeah, I guess that's what I was playing, way, If you play it that way, it's just another issue. Uh, you need to do the cyberpunk stuff.
0: The one of the best ones is there's a mind virus that like jumps from person to person when they're nearby people. And what I would do is I would like sneak into every area. I would look into a camera. I would be like there's people over there. I would mind virus somebody. And then I could see cuz you can see the t- the damage happening above their heads, then you can see that people are virused. So I could see – and you could see it through walls. So I was like a fucking ninja. Like I was literally a fucking ninja just walking around. <laughs> I was like, And every time anyone came in like actual view of me, I was like, shoot yourself in the face. And they'd just be like, <laughs> okie dokie, and then they'd shoot themselves. I'm like, this is insane. I, it feels uh, so weird.
2: I would say as well, like save your money because shit in that game costs so much money people will text you about new cars and they'll be like oh yeah and this new car second hand is forty five thousand credits and you're like yeah <laughs> i don't have that money and also when you get further down the line if you want to start augmenting yourself and giving yourself like mantis blade arms and things like that that shit is really really expensive oh like, yeah really expensive Sounds really cool I dumped all awesome. of my
0: money in just like making my brain bigger. I needed a big brain so that you I can get,
2: could... You can get gorilla arms that literally let you tear yeah. people apart in half, but they're like 120,000 credits to have them put on you. Okay. You know, this game actually suffered
1: because of our game of the week, Grounded. Because every time I'd start up this game, I would then play about 20 minutes and go, I think I'm going to go play Grounded. And I would turn <laughs> it off and go play Grounded. <laughs> Because I was just, I was like, I'll get bored. they like, everybody's talking to me. There's a bunch of readables. Mm. and I'm like, I really don't care what this guy has to say. But so I took it back to the library
2: and I got oh, no. Far Cry 6. Have you guys played Far Cry 6? This game is awesome. I have I- played Far Cry 6 because I've played Far Cry 3, which means I've played 4, 5, and 6. <laughs> good. <laughs> That's good. Well done. Are you saying they're all the same? Is that the joke? Is this the yes. joke we're going with? No, in all seriousness, I haven't played 6, no. no.
1: Okay, the last one I played was 2. and You haven't played 3? Was... What? Are you no. on drugs? I don't... So the last one I played was Far Cry 2. And I loved Far Cry 1 and Instinct and... um, What was the other one? Predator? Far Cry Predator? Oh, I loved those Far Cry 1. Yeah. So
0: Far Cry 1 is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, I played Far Cry 1 and then 2. And then apparently they went off the chain with... Uh, like Blood Dragon and Primal oh and all these other well, weird spin offs. And I'm like, I don't Far know what that Cry is. Has, I think.
0: Every single Far Cry has its own standalone deal expansion. So Far Cry three, then Blood Dragon was that, and then Far Cry Four, and I believe that one was Primal after that, which is just Far Cry Four's map and it but it's like caveman stuff. And then Far Cry five had uh, the colorful one that I I don't know. I haven't played oh, any of
2: them. Oh um Oh, shit, you played as the two sisters. I know the exact one you're on about. Yeah. I know the exact one. Wait, are you talking about New Blood? No, no,
1: no. No, no, no. no. no, (laughs) What is it called?
0: Far Cry Revengeance is what I'm going to say it's called.
1: Far New Dawn. New Dawn? New Dawn, Dawn. yeah, you're right. Okay, and of course, Far Cry 1 had uh, Predator, and Far Cry 2 had nothing because that yeah, game far was bad Creed right was bad. <laughs> yeah. it was
0: bad yeah it was interesting is on paper
1: It's apparently co-op like like it looks like co-op in the main open world oh, and okay. it's ubisoft so it's assassin's Creed, like icons all across the map so hmm. i guess you can just jump in and just
2: clear clear yeah, holdouts and like stuff lots of like base taken over if I rem- from, from, from what i remember because i played far cry 3 um loved it and then I went to get four and I looked and I was like, oh, it's just a big map with lots of bases to take over. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> from from what I can remember, it's typical Ubisoft, like icons everywhere, go and free this outpost, go and do this. Um, okay, so, so I anti- thought that too. Elden Ring. Yeah,
1: so... I dropped in and I cleared my first base and I'm like, well, that was actually pretty fun. The gunplay's good. You can like mark people. You can be tactical. You can be stealthy. You can do kind of you want. And then the whole time we got like Mexican Latin music playing in the background bumping. And you're like, yeah, Viva La <laughs> resistance. And then I beat the beat the whole area and then like little trumpets play. And I'm like, oh, sweet. But then it really sickened me a little whenever it zoomed out and you saw a flag above the base transform into your flag. And I'm like, oh, no, this is what we always do, <laughs> soft over As it like zooms out and I see like four other <laughs> forts in the distance with the same <laughs> flags on them. And I'm like, this is really fun for these first like I've played like three to four hours at this point. I played more of this. of uh, I put more time in Far Cry 6 than I did in Cyberpunk because I was just having more more fun in, in Far Cry 6. But now I'm worried that it's going to turn really sour really fast in the next couple hours.
0: That's hilarious. Like, it's a meme to hate on Cyberpunk, but Cyberpunk genuinely is better the more you play it. And Far Cry is worse the more you play it. <laughs> like that, That's like what I'm scared you about. Swapped out. Yeah. You swapped I think... out uh, fun for now rather than fun <laughs> for later.
2: It's definitely like the problem as well is that when you was playing Cyberpunk, you was playing it for the game, for like for the gunplay, which is not what you want. Like you want gunplay, you play Far Cry yeah. Six.
0: You should have consulted me while you were doing your fucking melee build. Are you on drugs? Like you're like you're like, oh wow, everyone is cyber cybernetically augmented. And they're flying cars everywhere. No, Guess no, I'm stick. gonna be a caveman and bonk people with the stick. Like that's what you decided. <laughs> that was the
1: thing. I'm in like, you're in the stats screen and I'm scrolling through. I'm like, okay, looks like we have fallout stats. Okay, cool. I get to one that's like health points and melee damage. And I'm like melee in a tech world. I'm just going to be a gorilla. And it's like, what kind of like, what's your background or whatever? And I'm like, oh, corporate, I'm like corporate gorilla. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I got like my suit on and I'm like, time to beat the crap out of some people.
2: To be fair, later in the game there is a moment where you can sleep with um a female lawyer who you're like doing business with um and if you sleep with her she leaves a weapon on the bed that you can pick up that is an 18 inch dildo that you can just go around and smack people (laughs) with (laughs) so we're we're familiar we we
0: play lots of saints row we're familiar with the dildo weapon which, by the way, so many dildos in this fucking, in Cyberpunk. What is going on? Like, yeah, a that, that's a lot. the world? Which, I mean, honestly, how OnlyFans has taken off, I mean, maybe that is the world we're going towards, but...
2: Hey, you never know.
1: You never know. I don't right, mind. So, that, I have not completed any of my backlog at this point, but I picked up Siege. And Nave, we played a little yep. bit of Siege, and I played some this morning, too because I wanted to get good, because you were so much better than me, with your thousands of hours <laughs> in the game. Yep. And so I'm like, I gotta get good. And <laughs> this, this game is so goofy. Because like I thought it was like more serious, but then at one point I saw a hole in the floor and I like busted through it and I dropped down right in front of two of my two te- teammates. One of my teammates pulls out his gun and just <laughs> shoots me. I guess I gave him a jump scare as I, like, jumped right in front of him. Just drops me. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I, like, shot him back. But then he shot me and killed me. And then, oh but God. I didn't. I just went down, but not out. And he picked me back up. And then we, like, looked at each other. And we're like, okay. And then we, like, went on to go hunt the terrorist or whatever you do in that game.
0: Genuinely, that guy was like, I hope this guy doesn't shoot me in the head immediately. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I've Dude, wanted to fucking, get into Siege, but I just haven't.
0: the The friendly fire is the best part of Siege, honestly. I have this. I used to have this really funny clip. I think Xbox deleted it, but I was. I used to play Siege nonstop. Like Philip said, you could drop, you could uh, breach through holes in the in the ceilings and then drop down. So I walked around a corner. It was like two v one, right? And I'm like being tactical. I'm leaning around the corner, and I hear footsteps. I'm like listening. I'm like, this guy's definitely in this room. I walk into the room. I see him. I pull my gun up, and as soon as I start pulling the trigger, my friend who had breached earlier oh, no. falls down directly <laughs> in front of me, absorbs both of our crossfire, instantly dies, and then I headshot the guy behind him. And, it was the, uh, and we were just cur- – we we, I think – because th- you have like 20 seconds to pick a character, and if you don't pick a character, it just randomly gives you one. And I, don't, I think like three of us were laughing so hard we didn't pick a character. Like we were just laughing because it was the in- – every round ends, you see the replay of the last kill, and it is just this fucking idiot. He's facing me too. He's facing the wrong way, and he drops <laughs> down right in front. It's like such a tactical like leaning and shit. <laughs> it's so funny.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: I love seeing right, so
1: much. what have you been playing?
0: Tales of Arise. It's anime. You like anime? Go play Tales of Arise. It's it f- It's been fifty minutes. <laughs> i like, I know. We need to move this game.
1: along.
3: <laughs>
0: I had a story. I don't even know if I want to tell it. <clears throat> well, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it real quick. So I was doing my work. Right. I'm a mailman. I'm um, driving around, and I see a guy standing in the middle of this intersection. He's standing just with his phone in his hand. And he's looking right at me, and I'm like, okay, this is like, this is this guy wants to talk to me. So I drive, you know, I'm getting closer to him. He walks up to my truck and he shows me his phone. He's like, Hey, I got this text message that says USPS. We, uh, nobody was home for a package. And so we didn't deliver it. And then shady link. Right. Yeah. And he was showing me and it's a literal, just a text message. And it's from a nine Oh one area code. So it's from like Tennessee or some shit. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey, uh, I didn't work yesterday for one. So I, if, even if you had a package, I, I wouldn't know about it, but you wouldn't get a text message from Tennessee about us not delivering a package. And then I showed him the little pink slips, the 3849s. I'm like, hey, this is what you would get. <laughs> you would get this, and then you'd take it to the post office. But he was like, but it says USPS right there. That's the postal service. That's you guys. <laughs> and I'm like – I almost – like you know how you have a – like I had a word filter – and I felt mean shit hit that word filter so hard that it was about to bust through it. Like I was Listen, like idiot. about to be mean to this guy. Like I was like, Are you fucking stupid? Anyone can say anything in a text message, dog. Like, what's your number? I'll send you a fucking message with USPS at the beginning of it. Like, what do you want from me, dog? I don't have a package for you. Like, what do you want? I was like, wow, people, people, people are dumb. Like I just, (laughs) I just forgot some, you forget until it just becomes apparent, like right in front of you. People are not very smart.
2: Ben, have you ever accosted a mailman with your own intelligence? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I mean, I I spent a lot of time working with the public, so I've met some stupid people, but.
1: (laughs) God.
0: I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, this guy, hopefully this guy's like on Molly or something. Like, I don't, I, don't, I really refuse to believe this guy's really that stupid. That he just uh, gets a text message. And I was like, you didn't click that link, did you? And he's like, yeah, yeah. It took me to this weird website. And now that when now when I click it, it doesn't take me anywhere. It just says the link doesn't work. And I'm like, that is probably your fucking service provider blocking that website. <laughs> because they're like, what in yeah. the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Oh, dude. Everyone out there, please don't click shady links. Please don't do it.
1: Oh, It's not we good got one. We got a scam in the mail, I think, yesterday. Are they still our... doing those? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one was for um, our, apparently our car warranty was expiring or whatever. And a third party was reaching out to offer us an extended warranty, some crap or another. And they were threatening that if we don't respond within seven days, it, it was going to be a $200 fine. But if we respond, like, with their first notice or whatever, it was only going to be, like, a $20 fine. And we could contact them to pay, <laughs> and then, like oh, we go through wow. pay
2: through PayPal. We could pay through like you know. lovely. Like what they really a
0: want is Target gift cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't yeah. want PayPal.
2: There was a guy at work who was saying that his thirteen-year-old daughter got a call from someone saying that um, they had a, they knew she was involved in a car accident and she was the driver of the insured vehicle, and she was just like, am I'm thirteen. That's huge in like Russia. Like that fucking car shit. Like, have
0: you just go on YouTube and just YouTube Russian dash cam videos? Like, everybody oh, <laughs> in Russia has dash cams because insurance fraud is like such a fucking huge deal over there. Like, you That's see crazy. people literally, like, they're driving one mile an hour and someone goes, ah, oh, and falls in front of their car and they're like, you hurt me, you broke my rib, give me money. Like, it's in Yakuza as well, so maybe it's a huge thing in Japan, but <laughs> that is like 50% of the random encounters is people going, ah, oh, you bumped into my shoulder, I need money for, give me 20,000 yen for my hospital bill. I'm going to have to have surgery, man. But it's like... And I thought it was so dumb, but then you just remember that people are dumb. (laughs) Oh, okay.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. Pretty much. All right, Nave. uh, You want to cover any news or updates? Uh, We have
0: two write-ins so far. Um, Sorry if you wrote in and I didn't notice, but it's one hour and one decision in between two gamers. Coming up later.
1: Nice. And at this point... We have a Patreon. If you'd like to see more content from us, please come out and support us to thank our current patrons, Michael Superbacker and Pinecone. Thanks, boys. Listen to my voice, everybody. You're getting very
0: sleepy. You're getting very sleepy. Your eyelids are super heavy. Don't wake up! Don't wake up. Stay asleep. You're going to give me $5 so that I can buy a soda pop and a green beans. Now, wake also give us five stars on iTunes. And I'm British now. iTunes and Spotify. You may awaken.
1: Which we might as well go ahead and hit our. Uh, we had a new review, Nave. Did you see? What? Yeah.
0: No, I didn't see. I don't fucking know. Yeah, look at this nothing. one's from
1: the United States of America this last month. Uh, the real Dave24 says Awesome show. Nave and Philip have a great dynamic, and the episodes are always fun to listen to. Great Elden Ring episode! Explanation point.
0: And you know he listened to it because he knows our names.
2: I wonder if Real Dave is Dave Jackson. You know, it tells of the backlog.
0: Was hmm. it was the name Real Dave?
2: Real, yeah, Dave, 24. Real Dave 24. Oh, Real mm. Dave 24. Cuz mm. I know he's, Dave uh, Jackson. he's I know he's uh, a lot of his stuff has like Real Dave in it.
0: You're right, it's not prob- wrong. It, it is very possible then. You might have he's just been you guys exposed, do have a great
2: I haven't listened to your Elden Ring episode because I haven't played it yet, so I'm trying to go oh. in as blind as I can. We talk about you. Oh, dear.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we bring it up, I think, at the very beginning. I mean, at the very beginning. It's like this episode where it's an hour in, but it's still the beginning.
1: So, <laughs> Yeah, we're, we haven't even hit the meat yet. Can, can we take a break and hit the meat? Yeah. All Let's right. hit the meat. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. All right, I need to go use the potty beer back. we
0: stole the fucking thing from you guys where uh i know it's me it's me this time that's not what i was talking about philip we stole the thing (laughs) from you guys where uh you add the music to like transitions and stuff we stole (laughs) that in our last episode where resident evil 6 where i was talking about like this fucking techno rave edm that plays when you're playing the uh, multiplayer mode with when you're playing as zombies Right. And Philip edited that shit in, and it is so jarring. Like, I'm not used to hearing that in my own show. Because I, Philip was like, and then the music plays, do, 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 and it's like, and I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? Isn't that
2: game that shit crazy?
0: <laughs> it's insane. I've lost so many brain cells because of it. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, it has changed me forever, I think, for sure. I was w- wondering how it was going to go because, uh,. Uh, Keith, who we had on from the main quest, he really doesn't like that game. And but he, it turns out, he likes making fun of it, just like we do. We like to make fun of it. Oh, everything. Well,
2: that's it then. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because he he's going through them, isn't he? He's doing all of the Resident Evil stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, I think he said he played seven and eight already, but he just hasn't had time to do episodes. Back, on what them. did I
1: miss? No, he uh, was nothing. just talking Resi about Resident
2: Evil. Oh, Resident Evil Six. Yeah, I love that game. <laughs> Incredible. I mean, let's talk about how batshit crazy it is. And then we were talking about uh, Main Quest doing these side series on the, the whole franchise. Which, okay. that fucking, that's a cool Death Stranding
0: baby you have. You have a fetus in a jar behind you on your camera. I do, I have a little BB. <laughs> okay. It is cool. I had this weird fucking sound effect happening in my head. Or maybe I'm schizophrenic. But as soon as you brought it up, I heard like <sighs> like a fucking weird <laughs> sound of like, feedback. I don't know
1: i was gonna yeah. say you must be a metal gear fan then i realized i listened to you talk about metal gear
2: for like eight hours already <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah safe to say i'm a metal gear fan i got my like i got a fucking half sleeve going on as well I don't know if you can see it properly i got squirtle uh, evolution got, yeah, fam. Yeah. squirtle the got, famous character from metal gear solid 3 <laughs> <I got> Old Bomberman, <laughs> Bomberman. Bomber where's the other ones i got sonic drowning i got crash bandicoot dude i can hear that tattoo I yeah, can that's hear
0: the Sonic it. running. <laughs> oh yeah, you talked about that. I, I, I Wait, did I just steal your joke? I'm pretty sure that was your
2: exact joke too. No, I literally, anytime anyone asks me, like, "Oh, why didn't why did you get that?" It's like because if people play Sonic and they're a Sonic fan, they'll get P.
1: What just happened? Are you okay? Yeah, you're <laughs> touching what your cords. That?
2: You're exploding. Oh, I might be. I might be. I apologize. I was okay. tightening things up. Am I okay now? Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, no, you're good. No, again. Never mind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Please stop. Uh the audio for RIP headphone users, which <laughs> is everyone.
1: <laughs> so, our game this week, Rounded. Yes. What did I put the thing? Nate, did you delete my crap?
0: I didn't. It was probably bin. No. I'm
1: not, even,
0: I'm not even in the notes. I'm in my own separate notes to surprise you guys. I Come don't even write the notes anymore.
1: deleted my notes. Hold on. Delete, delete, What are you deleting? I'm trying to pull the thing. Oh, there it is. Okay, cool. So no,
0: it's just further down. No, remember when I was saying I was adding shit to the notes? That I just threw it in the top of the review.
1: This game, Grounded, developed by Obsidian, the Swtor and Alpha Protocol guys, and published Perfect. by Xbox Game Studios, the publishers of Magic School Bus Volcano Adventure.
2: It was released Did you play Alpha game? Protocol. What? I've not played Wait, either of them. Alpha what, Swator or i Alpha uh, Protocol I've not played any of them.
0: What the hell? Swator <laughs> uh, so, so is uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic.
2: Oh, right, no, see, I've never ever played that game.
0: Which they made two, right? Or were well, they? yeah, they the did first two.
2: One? I should have prefaced that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bioware well, did one.
0: We've gonna have hundreds of angry emails correcting oh, no. us about so Swator fans are very passionate about who made what game.
2: Alpha and, Protocol uh, looks like a pilot crap what the <laughs>
3: fuck is
0: this it's so it's so good i oh, got him it's so good <laughs> why does everyone hate what i like
3: oh no,
2: no i'm only but looking at dumb. i'm looking at screenshots on google images and okay, i say it looks like a pile of crap it looks goofy as all hell there is Just... a there is a woman in uh, a crop top yes with braces holding a machine gun above her perfect
0: head. art yeah. is what you're describing to me <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just imagine, like, Mass Effect, but it's a spy thriller James Bond, but more like Austin Powers, and it's bound. And that's (laughs) that's Alpha (laughs) Protocol. (laughs) It's fucking super good, though. I love it so much. Beat it, like, five times.
1: God, I was just looking for, I don't know what games I wanted to put as, like, reference. Because usually we always reference, like, hey, uh, EA is the publisher of all these games you know they make so much stuff Mm-mm. and then it's like whenever it's like a smaller studio it can be like oh they also did this game that we've never heard of but it's obsidian and xbox
2: game studios i'm like they've made a lot of stuff <laughs> what can we <laughs> reference here is this obsidian as in like the people who made new Vegas? yeah yeah and um well they made that too I guess. Out- outer worlds yeah they made that too i guess They're so so good. Every- everyone knows them for alpha protocol let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Anyways, I think they actually had a smaller team working on this one. I want like I was reading the yep. uh, Wikipedia. I don't know how trustworthy it is, but it was like initially only like six members were working on this project. kind of shows like a little bit. bit. Very small. <laughs> it kind of uh,
0: shows. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got him!
1: Which the joke that repeatedly came up when we were playing is this game's got a few bugs, <laughs> <laughs> and every time this I'm game's like
0: a little uh, buggy. <laughs>
1: every time time. it's the worst but yeah this game is quote-unquote still in a game preview which is early access for xbox i guess that's what they were they're going with their marketing
2: yeah yeah you get like because i think you have to you have to be i think you have to have game pass to be part of the game preview program or something like it's not open to everyone it's only open to certain people i believe
0: that might I mean, be true for nice this game, game, but I know I know there are games you can get in the preview, pro, preview for because there's like, what is it, Tabs? Tabs was on the, on the Xbox, I think, before it went into Game Pass. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different game. But there are game preview games that I don't even know what we're talking about. What am I even replying to?
2: <laughs> I don't
1: know. Whatever. <laughs> so we're just kind of doing a quick brief of the game. So we play as teens who have been shrunk down in a backyard and are working with other shrunken science equipment To try to return to their normal size, and they have to deal with hazards such as starving to death, being dehydration, exposure,
2: um, well ripped
0: apart by giant angry mandible having ants,
2: Mm. that too spiders, soldier ants they they were the absolute burden of me
1: (laughs) swallowed whole by koi fish. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of things can kill you. This is a survival crafting game in the vein of Rust. Daisy, maybe not Daisy. I don't know. It, it kind of borrows a lot. Well, I feel like not Minecraft because Minecraft focuses more on crafting or <laughs> not crafting, but Does like it? base building. At least maybe that's how in I creative play. Creative mode. Yeah. You never
0: right. got to nighttime. Do you just get to nighttime and you just make a new world every time at nighttime comes
1: around? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no 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 no! See, then you just dig a a one by two hole in the ground or two by one, and you just. <laughs>
0: You put a piece of dirt above your head and then you go make a sandwich. Yeah,
1: you come back, was it like 21 minutes later and it's daytime? How long is a Minecraft day?
0: Yeah, as you're in the next room and you hear, (laughs) and you're like, oh, it's daytime. I need to wake up, begin my day of collecting Gobblestone. All
1: right, so uh, quickly cover our playthrough of how we played it. We played it co-op. I was bored with Cyberpunk. So I would log on and do some minor base building and resource collecting just so I can <laughs> give crap to Nave, so we can try to progress the story when we logged in. We played I on the medium.
0: I was a weight on Phillip's gameplay experience this time around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was a little we we boy.
1: Yeah, we were we medium difficulty. And we played for 26 in-game days and only acquired two out of the nine chips. Jesus Christ, you guys played a lot more than I
2: did. Holy crap
0: we were very curious to hear how far you got into this game because we I got
2: like the, four or five days in maybe What,
1: four days, what we, did we even do
0: when we when we stopped we specifically were like okay we are positive ben is not getting this
2: far because this is really far like we have yeah. done no, so much dude. like me and me so i played with uh my other half ellie and we same game we played co-op just the two of us and Just the two a, of lot us. Of our, a lot of our time was kind of spent making the most of the days. Like we'd go around and I kind of wanted to mess around with the crafting system because you can uh, build a base as such. Um, and so there are these field stations where you analyze materials and that unlocks new recipes for you to craft with and stuff. So we built a grass fence around that field station we did the same Um, yeah and we we started messing around we had like um grass pallets that we could put grass bits down on to build other stuff and we made our little lean-tos and that but we didn't most of it was just kind of i wanted to get a feel for um the game itself rather like i was interested in the story but we didn't progress through a bunch of the story most of it was running around realizing that everything can kill us and we are essentially helpless and we'll die at anything that comes near us um and then getting annoyed and then dehydrating and dying <laughs> classic <laughs>
1: yeah same same feeling
2: yeah yeah and then being like oh okay i'm dehydrating um i can't find the you drops on the grass so i'm gonna go drink this dirty water and then become an ill because you drunk dirty water <laughs> Now you're was, hungry. Yeah, it was it was a rough time.
0: <laughs> the uh, which is uh, one thing I was thinking about whenever the whenever the last day we were playing, I had a thought go through my head that I was like, "It's funny we we have you on, and we had the whole you know accessibility debate again because I feel like this game is harder than Elden Ring.
2: It is by one hundred percent.
1: It's like, because like
0: the it game does good
2: for you like it. it so when me and Ellie were talking about it, it was like, I feel like it's more new player friendly than Minecraft is because Minecraft just kind of drops you in the world and is like, off you go. At least with Grounded, it's like, okay, if you analyze, like you will get objectives, it'll say like, analyze a pebble or analyze this. And you you know where you have to go and what you need to do to progress. But I was just like, my character was constantly thirsty, constantly hungry. You know, like there are there are times where you're walking around gathering resources we come across an ant mound and we just got chased by like four soldier ants who have like a health <laughs> bar that takes up the entire fucking width of the screen and it's like the
0: head of that dog in an in undertale when you pet it, it yeah just gets exactly the neck gets longer
2: yeah exactly and like the fucking the pebblet hammer you have does no damage nope. and you have to it's be in close to do it And then every time you get close, they bite you and kill you and you drop your backpack and then you respawn and you have to go and get your backpack to get all of your resources back. But then in doing so, you come back across the same ants that have just killed you. (laughs) This This, is what people
0: think that the Dark Souls games are like. (laughs) Like, This is actually this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) this. This game is like frustratingly difficult just because you get so thirsty so quickly. And you get so hungry so quickly. And, like, I don't know, maybe you guys played longer. Do you, do you gain access to, like, a filtration system where you can filtrate the dirty water? Not in our experience,
1: but we did get to a point where we got dew collectors where it would spawn at least, like, like two dew drops per day at your home station. That's cool, though. It could yeah. hold up to, like, five. And you <laughs> need at do- least, like, two dew drops to drink per day to stay hydrated. <laughs> if you're actually doing anything
2: yeah and plus like i felt like every time we were running away from these creatures and using our stamina it made us thirsty quicker so we were drinking like four or five times a day so those those badoo drop containers like they're not going to do anything we did see uh, there was like a canteen you can get if you find a grub you can make yeah. a canteen and hold the water with you which is kind of cool but even then it's still dirty water like I always yeah. put soda in it. <laughs> we, we had a we had a camp right next to a soda
0: can. And so I was like, I made I in my head cannon. and I was like, this character's addicted to caffeine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so you pull up like let's this is the biggest elephant in the room is the difficulty in this game. I identified this like I saw it. I'm like, is this game difficult? Or I think it might actually have what I would term as fake longevity, where okay. it is stretching out the gameplay through like this kind of artificial difficulty whereas you can block and get a perfect block and take no damage in this game against enemies mm-hmm. which I didn't learn for the first like the first two days we were playing I'm like I don't I, know how Nave is killing like 9 hours in
0: yeah I'm like soloing yeah. things and Phil's like how did you do that and I'm like I'm like I don't know I just fought it like I'm he's not knowing Phillip, like Philip didn't know dude, you could hold my yeah. trigger and block and I was like oh he's just swinging his
3: club dude <laughs> like whoa
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's wild now over here so, if we're just talking about this game, like I assume there's different people. Different people are going to take different things from this game. Some people are going to treat it as probably like pure survival. I'm going to make the best base I can and just survive. We, I, I was playing it as a narrative experience. As in, we are teens. We need to get back to you know. We need to escape. Like there's no survival and staying here. That's only prolonging our death. Well, that's kind of how I felt it, like narratively. Oh so yeah. I was doing all I could to get the chips. And that turned into basically Dark Souls runs of dropping off like we would just set up like a base camp at each location. And so like, all right, uh, our normal camp is D camp, short for D's nuts camp, right next to the soda <laughs> camp. And
0: It was what was a dandelion camp when your kids yeah. were playing though? He played with <laughs> yeah, Philip played with his kids also. He played without me. Yeah. So I would and keep jumping back in and being like, Everything's different. <laughs> like well, there is a chair right there. Why is I there chair? a chair?
1: So we got two points like with the bush and Nave had already explored the bush because Nave was just, I don't even like, we'll talk about later of like how we actually cooperatively played, but Nave is just jerking off in the trees somewhere. every (laughs) time. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know where Nave is, but I'm building the base. I would
0: get, I would get pissed, baby, butt hurt because I died in the water somewhere and I would just go, I'm fucking running that way. And I would just run away. Like I would just (laughs) explore the land. I would get so upset.
1: then they would die out there again and be like i need my backpack and then he's like i'll be like all right Nave, see you in three hours while you go to get your backpack and die repeatedly on the way meanwhile it's it's
0: only 798 centimeters away (laughs) as you fucking see in the distance it's a tiny speck on the horizon i'm like
2: see you later in 30 minutes also if you if you die on the way to your backpack you drop another backpack it's
1: like a a trail of breadcrumbs to your first corpse (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which we never got our first corpse back, Nave. Cause we, yeah, we never did. Like okay, so you meet you met Burger, right? The robot? Burgle? No. <gasps> what?
2: No, I didn't you meet never well, started the of, story.
1: That was
0: like two that was like two days in, but look, we didn't meet Burgle for like that's a little bit of a
2: We we uh, we didn't even, like, so we little bit of a little bit of a little bit like, we did not even get past that. <laughs> oh, point. my God. Most of our time was literally running around and crafting and base building. So, what um, you're saying I'm, is you
1: got the full experience.
2: No, uh, <laughs> okay. no, no. Okay. <laughs> how,
1: want, how, how many hours do you think you got in? Because I'd guess we we probably hit 12 to 15 hours I, a game. I would say the other.
2: I would say that we did about four or five hours, I would say. Okay. But, like I said, all of those four or five hours was uh base building analyzing items seeing what we could get seeing what we could craft and then i kind of i got to the point where because like so my my other half she doesn't play video games very much so a lot of it for her was like she would do things like run off and be like 200 meters away from me and she'd be like oh my god there's an ant attacking me and i'm like did you did you fucking leave base again she's like yeah yeah i just (laughs) ran out and i'm like I am nowhere near you. Like, I can't help you. I can't, and you can't get someone's backpack for them. They have no, to get their own have to backpack. Get it to their own. Yeah. So I'm like... I, it says no like, stealing whenever yeah. you click on it. I'm like, you need to tell me when you're leaving because, like, I need to be with you in case something happens. Just so... I, I found that, like, between the two of us kind of looking out for the bugs and stuff was the best way because we were at the level where like, we couldn't take anything on. So having the two of us kind of looking around for stuff was the best way. But yeah, we just, we didn't really do any story. We just spent our time crafting and base building and, and just kind of chilling.
0: Which speaking of playing cooperatively, playing with other people, we got a write-in from Chris from More Hour One Decision. Go show him some love. It's a good show. And he said, I have a story about Grounded. I heard someone was playing this game. I got excited and said I'd like to play. And I received no responses. Who do you think he's talking about in that story, Philip? He's talking about us. Me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, specifically talking about me. Did you know that I'm notoriously bad at like you know replying to people about anything?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've course. noticed. Even I, to I, me, I did not I did not pick up on that at all.
0: <laughs> I'm the hardest person to reach. You will never know if I have died in a car accident or something. <laughs> like, it just uh, feels like a normal day. I'm sorry, Chris.
1: Okay, actually, it, Chris. T- well,
0: actually, the day. That, actually, the day Chris, that we're that he, not sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh oh because <laughs> Calm down, this man. was this was our last day of playing it the game. was our last day <laughs> and it got to a point where we had just collected our second chip and to get these chips you have to go through a dark souls length dungeon to get a chip and they are terrible because,
0: I'm feeling like my blood pressure rising oh, just I'm hearing him so
2: bring it up. I'm so glad that we didn't do any of the story now. <laughs> All right. The first one, we did the hedge,
1: and this is the recommended first one. I googled it because I'm like, this is unreasonable, what they expect from us. And they're like, yeah, you should be able to handle this one. And I'm like, what technical level are you at? Because when you complete the chips, they give you new tiers. You go from building with grass to building with uh, weeds, where you're able to build weed walls. And then you can even build with clay and stone and pebbles later on. And I'm like, cool, that's awesome. I want to get better base stuff because I'm tired of spiders just going Srewr! and like bashing through <laughs> our, our walls <laughs> to kill us.
2: You think we ever get to build with obsidian? Maybe. Uh, oh. uh, uh. Okay, so a anyway. question. Like, yeah, well, oh, okay. go on. No, you you was on a story. You was on a okay, story about yeah. the so, dungeons. Go on. like,
1: dungeon 1 just completely angered us because it was just like a battle royale fight <laughs> through some spiders, which are not even full. It's not even full size spiders. These were baby spiders. First baby spiders, then adolescent spiders. They're worse, teen spiders. dude. The baby spiders are worse than the giant big spiders, dude. <laughs> they're fucking
0: tiny and impossible to hit and they're fast and they move around and you're like, for the love you're like you're like swatting at your feet. Step on them! Step on them! <laughs> like, why can't we just kick dude, them away? Do the why weapons do we have to hit get better?
2: Them? Not really. No, no, we've never got good weapons. <laughs> so like we only ever like the what we unlocked we unlocked like the peblet hammer uh we had some sort of like spreak club that we could use to hit people and a spear and that was like the free that we had
1: yeah that's about where we were we got one upgrade on the club and even that was not good
2: so you're just not meant to take these bugs on yeah, just You're don't absolutely fight. Absolutely incentivized
0: to, be the to not fight anything
2: ever. Yeah, because <laughs> that like we just got to the point where you avoided anything like we were being chased by this big ass green beetle that was shooting shit at us as we uh, was were trying, trying to, to run do. away from it. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so fucking annoying.
0: Do you think this game was secretly made by PETA to incentivize people to respect wildlife? bugs oh, oh bro no. I, got I don't, don't want to
2: bugs
1: now <laughs> so before i we crush get too far. every bug i see <laughs> chris uh the reason we didn't ever get back to you is we had just completed the other temple and we were lined up to almost go after another chip and it got to a point where me and abe just kind of looked at each other and was like do you want to play this anymore and we were both <laughs> like wanna play some Halo? <laughs> I didn't Halo. Play some Halo. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, so that's why I only played four or five hours, because me and Ellie, we played it the other night, and we spent a good four or five hours in one night just crafting and repeatedly dying of first, being killed by bugs. And it didn't matter what I analyzed. We had no better weapons to fight the bugs with. Yep. But the bugs are fucking everywhere. Whenever you try and go and collect resources, there's bugs. And in the end, like, I think Ellie died and then I died on the way to meet up with her. And she was like... I'm tired. I think I'm calling it a night. And I was like, yeah, I think I've had enough feel of this game. Like I think I'm, I think I'm good. Speaking
0: of uh, starving to death and being thirsty to death. What is it called? I'm trying to think of the word hydrated. A lot of the time, if I wasn't wearing armor and I was close by the base, the moment I started getting thirsty, I would just hit pause and hit give up and then just quickly run to my backpack and continue with what I was doing. (laughs) I would just die. I'm like, I, I would rather die than go find water. And it's What's so that? jarring because when you spawn, you spawn at half hunger and half uh, thirst levels. So it's like, you're not even full up. Like, they don't even tip you
2: off. Like, it's so weird. Do you ever unlock, like, terraforming or anything? Because we had our base, and it was very hilly, and there was lots of, like, rocks and stuff. You do. You get. Oh, you do. Okay. You eventually get to make, I forgot what they called it. It's like
1: the, they don't call bedrock, but it's like, plat, not platforms. Like base, I think it's bases. You're able to make mm. clay and pebble bases, like which is just, yeah. Oh, that's a foundation. Yeah, that's it. You get to make foundations, which give you a level to build on, like a level platform. And it got right, to a okay. point where we did have that, and it like our uh, D cam- D's nuts camp was just expanding into a bigger and bigger fortress. <laughs> And Which I fucking because...
0: Philip screwed up because he incorporated like a plant in our base because I guess he thought it looked cool, but then it ended up <laughs> fucking up our second floor. So And then he's just like, <laughs> oh, I wish I fucking didn't put this plant here. <laughs> I didn't I build around this plant.
1: I didn't put us right next to a spawn of two... Uh, were they wolf spiders or orb weavers?
0: They they were orb weavers. They weren't wolf. a fucking wolf spider. Just ended up like chilling out. You know, in Minecraft, occasionally you'll get like a fucking Enderman that just won't go away from your base, and occasionally yes. you accidentally look at him, and then you get your you get mollywopped by his giant arms. <laughs> so it's like that's what would keep happening to yeah. us with these orb weavers, just, and eventually I'm, a wolf spider.
2: I'm looking up some of these weapons on like the grounded wiki, and apparently you can build like katanas and stuff later what? on in the game. It How says, y- do you
1: have to be to get katanas? That is insane.
2: You it can fucking you can teleport termite. behind
1: people and and uh, <laughs> yeah. no not nothing personal. personal kid.
2: Yeah, yeah. Termite axe, a black ox hammer, and a spicy Coltana. You spicy can also get one. like a smithing station and stuff. Okay, smithing station. This smithing is where station. I have a I have a point on this
1: one because that's just it. Is this game I think has false or fake longevity to just drag out the game time, whereas hmm. you have the smithing station. Which if you use so many hortsite, you can increase your weapons basically a la Dark Souls, raising them up to like a insect club plus one, plus two, plus three. And it gives like stacking damage effects where it's like 10% more damage, 15% more damage, 20% more damage. And so I'm like, whoa, like I was killing ants in six hits. What if I can kill them? in only four hits. What if it's only three? What if I give this get a plus 10 double damage insect club? All of a sudden, this game isn't so bad. I'm killing ants mm. in four hits, you know?
0: Until you take
1: into consideration,
0: Philip, that the best mechanic from Breath of the Wild, shout out to Kai, best mechanic from Breath <laughs> of the Wild takes it makes its appearance in this game. The
1: weapons break. Oh yeah, durability. Yeah. Wouldn't it be that. fun?
0: Like you ever play a video game, dude, I went on a fucking oh, I went on a rant one time, I fucking died because my weapon broke in the middle of the thing, and then I was like 400 fucking meters away from my body. But it's like, oh.
2: all right. Oh my god.
0: The fucking, I was like, you know, you ever play a fucking video game, and you think to yourself, man, this game is fun. But you know what would be way more fun? If my fucking weapons broke every (laughs) goddamn fight! Like, I had to switch between a new weapon, like, why? Who? Who wants that? Ever! About anything! Your armor breaks! It's like, Now I have to use my resources that I just fucking went and got Mm to fix my armor, but it's like uh, I'm dying, going to get the resources, and my armor's getting broken again. (laughs) It's like, what do I do?
2: What do I do? So this this Coltana isn't something you can just get by analyzing stuff. It says that uh, the recipe is found in the ever charcoal bag above the barbecue spill. Uh, This weapon sounds dope, though. Apparently it radiates a sizzle area and does like burn damage to things you hit and will also glow at night as a that Sounds as awesome as a like source of light because this game gets fucking dark come oh, nighttime time. dark you cannot yep. see shit
0: many times how many times have we died in the in a dark fucking underwater tunnel philip and just because okay, we got well, lost
1: yeah i was going to say this for later but if we're just talking about the darkness now there, the second one we went is the fishbowl, which is the underground or underwater lab in the pond, where you can like see it if you like swim down. I say see it. Everything is tinged green and dark as you go deeper into the pond while you're being chased by underwater spiders and by a giant koi fish, and you're drowning very fast. tonic style. God up <laughs> well, real quick. Yeah. Uh,
0: are you drinking apple juice out of a water bottle? <laughs> No, it's I just, can't stop uh, thinking about it.
1: Flavored flavored water. The, um, water.
0: <laughs> flavored fra- flavored great value water.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just flavor it. it you just put just, the little little powder packets in the water and it flavors it.
2: Oh I noticed what Finn yeah. you're on about. There are thirty two hostile creatures in this game according to the Wikipedia.
1: Feels like
0: there's a million. <laughs> You know that statistic where it's like there are more rats in New York than humans? That's what it. I really (laughs) feel it in this game. It's like there are bugs everywhere that want
1: you to be dead. All right, let's finish up this underwater segment. So, we dive down, yeah, and we find first off, you have to find the secret hidden depths under the pool. Under the pool. God damn it! Which we just we're just looping around this huge section of the pond that's like the whole top corner of the map. It's literally water. the
0: size of fucking Alaska, this stupid pond, man.
1: <laughs> and it's so deep. So we finally find it after also struggling to get the swimming equipment that helps you swim faster. Because and we there found are spiders it. underwater! There are <laughs>
0: spiders down there too!
1: Everything's trying to kill you, bro. We found the way to the depths. We get down there and realize we are too slow at swimming to make it to the air bubble on the other side of the depths because it's You have to swim down, swoop into the depths, swim in an underground tunnel to the far side where we didn't even know. Like, we don't have a guide or anything. Get to the far side where there's a lab that you can swim in and pop through and get air on the far side. And it's like, cool,
2: but we were too slow without flippers. So you got to build flippers. Otherwise, you won't make it. Does the game... So obviously, because you guys got more story into it than I did. Does the game, like does it prompt you well for like your next objectives cuz the ho- the whole point is that you're trying to unshrink yourself.
1: Oh yeah. It gives you Supposedly. very clear goals. <laughs> right. Okay. You just don't know how to accomplish them.
2: Because oh, right. <laughs> once
1: you meet Burger, Burgle, the robot who is a robot designed to make burgers, but he was redesigned to be the the scientist that shrunk you or partially is shrunk you or fucking something lore? like that. Yeah, in the lore. And he was reprogrammed to be an assistant, a lab assistant. The only problem is burgers powered by these nintendo nes uh game chip cartridges that you have to find and collect
0: what is the uh the famicom they legit look like famicom cartridges
1: yeah so he's like i want to help you but all my science knowledge is stored on these cartridges that are scattered across the backyard you have to go out and find them and he, I'm like, all right, Burger. What I should, be, what should I be doing? And he's like, Hey, I can give you recipes for science points that you get, and Raw you can build science. new stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff. And he's like, Okay, here's what you can do for me today. Here's your quest log, pretty much your daily quest. It'll give you three quests, and one's like, Hey, go kill three ladybugs. And I'm like, That sounds really <laughs> hard. I'll think about it, burger. What don't you got to do? And he's like, Go get my chip from the hedge. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, go get my chip from the lake. And I'm like, okay. And that's it. That's like all you get story-wise from Like He has like more stuff you can talk to him about, but as far as objectives, that's all you get. You get Do Bioshock you- audio
0: logs, but it's like, I wasn't <laughs> listening to them.
2: <laughs> Do you want to know something really uh, upsetting? What's up? This, this article I found that's dated uh, 26th of November 2021 says that apparently that we only have access to about 20% of the story
1: this game if if that's true this game is set to be insanely massive this is a huge project super massive
0: you could say which is i don't know what that's that's, that's a company. different game company, but a different we're... Game company. <laughs> <laughs> can,
1: well i mean Whoops. we're really small so it could be relatively massive as well oh, there you go it could be normal sized massive
2: but yeah like apparently this game is nowhere near complete and so did you did you do much base building stuff? That's what I'm curious about. Because obviously yes. you've done a lot of plot Builded. stuff. Every time Build he was offline,
1: I was building the base. I was gathering resources. I was building up as much as I could. Just anything to help us. I was in the middle of building sky bridges so we could bypass walking through the forest of leaves, or not leaves, of grass, just to get to places faster. Oh, but okay. The problem is I would die or dehydrate or any other way that would stop me (laughs) from building these bridges, or I would just run out of grass and I'm like, I need to go chop more grass. What do you know? My upgraded ax that I built. So I wouldn't, would I be able to cut faster is broken and it's an insect ax. So I actually need bombardier parts and, you know, (laughs) ant soldier parts to repair it so that I can cut more grass to try and help us. And it gets to a point where I need to attach my horse to the you know to the little trolley cart to get it moving. But to get my trolley cart moving, I need to put another horse behind it to push too. But also just I'm doing all this just to make it easier to get stuff down the hill. Like uh, it's you start doing so many things to try to help you beat the game or just survive that it like Nave said before, in the time it takes you to get the stuff to repair your equipment that broke while you were trying to progress, you've <laughs> already like lost progression at that point. So it's just yeah. even more
0: insult to injury. You could say this game is like the Oregon trail of survival games. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: it, <laughs> it, it, it definitely felt like that. Like when we was playing it the entire time, I was like, this game is just out to get me. Like it, <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't set you up to survive. Like in, in most survival games, you have a fair chance of survival if you have the right stuff. Yeah. But I felt like even with the right stuff, I was still going to die. Like, it did not exactly. matter what I did. So this game has tons of ac- uh, accessibility
1: options and tons of difficulty options. When, mm-hmm. It wasn't until the second day, or no, maybe even the third day, when I realized that me and Nave were getting Goomba stomped by every enemy we encountered. that I'm like, Nave, we should adjust the difficulty. You, you'd be cool with that? And he, I think he was like, yeah, I don't care. Whatever. I'm mad about losing my backpack. And uh, like
0: well, what's, well speaking of accessibility and speaking of getting gooba stomped uh by insects <laughs> we have another write-in the second of two we have oh, what from live between do gamers go check that podcast out it says uh how's the game for someone who's afraid of spiders do you think it'll be fine for that person to play no and i yeah. think that, i think that she i think she's teeing us up because i think she knows the answer to this <laughs> the way that she worded it but um <laughs> Uh, I think she's specifically talking about like the arachnophobia mode, Philip. Oh,
1: is there arachnophobia mode? Yeah, we, I didn't play with it very much, but it does have a extra accessibility option, which I didn't even think about as accessibility, like a person's perceptions and fears, I guess. But you can adjust the spiders. I don't know if any other critters can, but you can make them less spidery and more neutral looking. Eventually, Until they, they look like a, into... a
0: ball pit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah okay. they just look
1: like round balls, brightly colored. That's, that's yeah, interesting. You definitely look up some images of this. It's very interesting. It's very oh. cute and
0: funny. Well, the, the thing is, is, I was like, that's funny. That's kind of, you know, that's a funny tongue in cheek thing. And then now that I played it, these spiders are kind of fucking scary, dog. <laughs> Dude, they <laughs> are so scary. Are very sharp. <laughs> They're very angry. Like, oh, everything's yeah. so cartoony and cute. And then these spiders are like fucking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry i'm looking at level five of the arachnophobia mode and it's just a white ball with red (laughs) eyes
1: (laughs) and they just float
0: around it's it's very
2: goofy no legs nothing it's just a white ball with red eyes
1: well neither of us are interested though are afraid of spiders so we didn't have any problems but i even when they're ball shaped i feel like just being in this setting which the setting is very rich in the backyard it feels Mm -hmm. like you're in the grass of a backyard I know like after playing this game for hours and hours with nave offline and then playing together like I remember walking past my front line and I saw a dandelion in my grass and I like froze for a second like looked at it and I'm like oh, dandelion I need weeds <laughs> weeds to it. build <laughs> yeah I need that cuz like I'm always our base was always being constructed and destroyed and reconstructed by the two yeah. neighbor spiders and the roaming wolf spider that would just come and mess us up and oh, so you guys uh, put the bats for oh lord it was a oh. awful spot there was also um, larvae, or is it weevils? No, it was larvae, because weevils are the the non hostiles. Yes. The so yeah, larvae yeah. were right. There was like a river of larvae to our left. And so we were just <laughs> be walking along. And you're either being like, you were just outside of the wrong point when the roving wolf spider came by. You walked a little too close to the river of larvae on the left side, or you went out behind the house of, or these nuts camp and you encountered the two orb weavers who proceeded to Spider Man. Yeah. just like shooting webs at you until they eventually like
2: took 360
0: no scoping you and it is the worst to get hit by these spider webs
2: um so what do they it's- what do you f- out of curiosity sorry go on no i gone
0: oh i was just gonna say sometimes you're inside of the base and then all of a sudden you hear <laughs> as the fucking tribal battle music starts playing and i'm like what's going on and then you, it's like <laughs> jurassic park or like what's that that fucking scene from the shining that here's johnny as a spider busts <laughs> down my wall right next to me and i'm like oh my god and i just get fucking murdered in one hit and I'm just, okay well at least i was in my base and then i respawn at a different base like 500 oh, yes. meters away and i'm yeah. like oh good i forgot to set my respawn point
2: I was going to say, uh, a Minecraft, you can choose your respawn point. Uh, so if you have multiple bases, you can choose where you respawn, but I it was going to ask you, Arrest. like, yeah, That's I was going to ask you if you like, what is it you think they would need to improve to, cause I don't know how invested you are in replaying this game. Like I'm not going to touch this game again. Spoiler alert for the end of the fucking podcast, but I'm, I, I feel like I've had my fill with this game. So do you feel that, as someone who hadn't played it before, that it was welcoming? Like, did you I know what you were doing? I something for this. So,
1: earlier I was bringing up the all the accessibility options, then the difficulty options. Mm-hmm. By the third day, me and Nave, we were both you know struggling. And I said, Nave, let's over the difficulty. And I think he was like, yeah, that's fine. And I looked into it. You cannot change the difficulty once it's been set, sadly. Like, once the world's okay, made, no right. difficulty changes. But there were so many Minecraft? options.
2: I believe so. Mm. You can do it with totally console hard.
1: commands. If you enable console commands when you create the world, you can set it that way. Oh, yeah. But in this game, you cannot. But I was looking at it, and the difficulty options are immense. If you do custom difficulty, you can be like, I want medium difficulty for fighting, which is standard, I guess. And that is really hard. <laughs> but then you can be like, no back backpack drops on death. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty nice. Or you could be like, uh, no gear damage on death because when you die all your gear takes damage. Like you'll wake up and you'll just hear a pop as something breaks. Okay. You know, like, or you could set to um I don't think what else you could set. There was like a bunch of them. Uh it was like you can add more time underwater or like not drowning. You can add so you can really fine-tune it then. Okay. Yeah, you can change like you can just get rid of durability. You can just say no durability. I'm just gonna play it straight. Like <laughs> if I make the thing, I got the thing. It which is sad cuz
0: we tend to play games we're like okay this is probably the way developers intended it so just like it's like like uh like playing unsighted but turning off of turning off the timer for everyone to die it's like i mean that's cool and all but it's like it feels weird to play cuz that's like the whole point of the game like is that everyone's t- life is running out and i hmm. get that it's stressful but it's like it, at the same time after playing this game it's like dude i could have lived without that fucking durability man Like, it's fine the backpack drops, but like the fucking everything breaking, it's like that is the worst feeling. It's like I spent so long making this acorn fucking chest plate and it is broken after like 40 minutes of gameplay because I keep getting ganked (laughs) by soldier
1: ants. (laughs) Or like we need our rebreathers or our breathing or our uh, diving equipment to go into the water and we keep getting killed by water spiders. So then our rebreathers break, so I'm like, Nave, I know we just need to go down here and do this one thing, but I have to go on a whole quest to fix my breathing gear again so I can go back down there to get my backpack that is down there because I died to
2: a water spider. I was about to ask you, does your backpack go on the water? Like, does it stay on the water if you die? They
1: float up, but we're in underwater caves, so it just floats to the ceiling, so it doesn't help. (laughs) Yeah, In fact, it makes it worse because then we go into the cave, and at one point, there was a darkness tunnel, and we were just we were out of torches they give you three torches down there and they give you a respawn point down there and but so guess like,
3: what
0: happens when you die with that torch in your backpack yeah. you fucking lose it it's down
1: there in the dark cave now so not just and it's not that we were drowning It's that we were being killed by water spiders in the cave and so there were points where we were like all right it's pure darkness in there we just got to go down there in the dark and hope for the best and it got to a point where I watched a YouTube video and I'm like, all right, Nave, it's going to be a left, a right. And you got to swim up a little bit, <laughs> then straight. And don't go down. Don't, if you go down, there is even more spiders. And he's like, oh, I know that one already. Cause that's what murdered me. <laughs> Cause I was swimming down in the pure darkness. It's like trying to play through Pokemon. Was it not Mount moon, but the dark cave, or I think it's just called the dark cave, you know, or whatever, where you're trying right. to play through without
2: using flash. Yeah. 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 I know what you're yeah. about, yeah.
0: You it's know what impossible. it reminds me of is the you ever watched Super Mario's sixty four speed runs blindfolded? Oh, and have you ever watched that? Yeah, I it's know. amazing because it's like people are like they'll they'll walk and then they'll just punch and they're like waiting for a sound cue of them punching a wall and they're like okay, know where I'm at. I'm gonna turn ninety degrees because there's notches in the N sixty four controller, so you can know how fucking far you're turning. And they're just like, oh, it's so weird. It's so interesting. It's crazy. Bro. Yeah. They're like listening Terrible to, to play. like. Like they're playing, they're doing the Bowser fight, and like when you whoosh him around, the whoosh sound is different whenever you pause the fucking game, depending on where Bowser is like located. So they're oh. like pausing the game over and over again, waiting for the whoosh to sound specifically the way they want it to, so that they can release the fucking B button and throw. I'm like, these guys are nuts.
2: They're good. That's crazy. That's terrible. So okay, right. One last thing I wanted to ask you guys as well: How cooperative? Did you feel that it actually was playing? Because I kind of felt like me and Ellie were just playing in the same world separately. Does it, that well, make what sense? a slam dunk of a question you brought up. Because
1: I feel the <laughs> exact same way with Nave. There were so many points where <laughs> Nave is just doing whatever Nave is doing. I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And every once in a while I'm like, all right, Nave, we gotta progress for this for the podcast. That's the only reason I'm bringing this up. It's Like we gotta, we gotta do this because for whatever reason we like doing this. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, you're going to go and do hell with me until we win this. So we are each doing our own suicide runs in the hedge. We're doing our own suicide runs in the underwater until one of us, God, God help us. One of us will make it. And then we can just both of us be done. And then it's like, I beat it and I'm like, alright, Nave, when you get back you just go in this tunnel and you should be able to find a way out. And he's like, well, where's the exit? Oh, there it is. There's a hole in the ceiling. I'm like, okay, cool. You <laughs> figured it out.
0: It's like fucking was- Super Meat Boy. You know, super, when you finish a level in Super Meat Boy and you see all of your previous failed attempts play at once?
2: <laughs> but it, it takes makes- an hour and a half. <laughs> it was like that, though. Like We we would be like, okay, right, this is what we want to do. Like For instance, we want to put walls up in the base. So I would be out cutting grass and Ellie would be like off doing her thing she'd be analysing items gathering other resources and then you'd kind of reconvene at the base do what you had to do and then both go out your separate ways like yeah it was like if we were resource hunting sometimes we would go out together just for like an extra set of eyes because we had no chance against any of the bugs in that garden but nine times out of ten, it was like, okay, you've got your fin to do, I've got my fin to do, and we'll see you in an hour when we come back together. It kind of reminds me of a... I'm
0: saying this a lot. Everything's reminding me of something right now. But uh, it makes me think of Stardew Valley, whenever we played that. And me, Philip, and Janet were all just doing three separate things. But in the mm. end, we would convene
2: so that like the the farm got progressed a little bit. I think yeah. you have to, though. Like I feel like in this kind of game, it's the best way to progress it like if everyone isn't out doing their own thing nothing will realistically get done do you know what i mean like there's so yeah. much that you need to do in terms of gathering different resources finding water supplies finding food analyzing items like you you can't really do it cooperatively you're just kind of three or four people in the same server well the other thing is like a lot of it
1: doesn't benefit the group communally Whereas it's like, if me and Nave both go out to the same area to gather resources, unless we have an exact goal in mind, we are actually causing a detriment to each other. Because usually you're traveling along, you're drinking the dew, you're gathering your own food, you're taking care of yourself. If me and him are both picking clean the same zone, neither of us will gather enough resources to survive. But we get to a point where I'm like, all right, Nave, we need ant armor. We have to go kill ants. And me and him will go together to the ant hill just to murder ants. And one of us will die, and then the other person will get stuff. And eventually, we'll get enough things that we'll both be on the same level. But even then, it was just doing something so we could go do something else, which was usually get resources so we can go do suicide runs. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it felt, you know. Like, is I, I wasn't even doing any of the dungeons, and the the fact that this game has a single player mode absolutely baffles me because yeah. I can't imagine playing this solo. <laughs> Playing solo is terrible. Like, the only fun part about solo was base
1: building. Like, that's all I was doing is I was out there doing the monotonous crap so I could do the action stuff when me and they were playing. Like, I was building up a base. I was gathering food. I was trying to, to grease our path as greasy as I could get it so me and him could be like slugs and slide along them without <laughs> any salt in the way. I don't I don't know what those metaphors doing, but I just wanted us to progress, and we cannot progress, no matter how I can't long try.
2: I, oh. I'm still shocked that you played twenty day, twenty six in game days. Like that's absolutely mind boggling to me. We go through a lot for this podcast. <laughs> we go through quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad suggesting it. I'm the one who was like, "Yeah, let's play grounded."
1: <laughs> this was on our list.
2: Oh, okay, right. I don't yeah, feel too bad. It was, bad.
0: it was cute for a while. Oh, yeah, at
2: first you're like, "Oh, okay."
0: This is one of those weird games, like we well we went through that whole thing that whole difficulty discussion and i'm like no difficulty dark souls get good or lose get out of your peasant that we were screaming at ben you know and we got angry at each other this game i was like dude i really fucking wish we put it on easy <laughs> like i really wish we were on creative mode because what i would what i would just do every time i got upset is like i just want to explore like i just want to yeah. that was mostly what i did in elden ring too is i would just wander off and like look at everything and this game's aesthetic is pretty why did I just say it like I had a lisp just then this game is aesthetic (laughs) it's it's pretty interesting because I mean it's realistic but it's in a like a cutie cute kind of way and but the fact that like you're on the ground and like the all it's like a jungle you're in a fucking jungle with in this grass and like you'll stumble upon toys you know soda cans like little like garden shovels stuck in the ground yeah or like you'll see like a hot dog and it's giant and like this I whole think- time you have the fucking earth the earth the Erd, elden ring earth tree or whatever in the fucking <laughs> middle of the the giant oak and then you have the giant house
2: and what did you ever discover the pond bin because the pond is beautiful i didn't discover the pond i was going to say like a think you were saying about like we found like uh, a pack of mints that were like massive <laughs> and stuff like that and like it's just it's it's a really really nice environment to be in because you're like oh i i feel like i'm in a garden and like very it's very aesthetically pleasing and the whole time you're like oh yeah i feel like i'm in a garden but you you just die so fucking much (laughs) yeah
1: which to bring it back uh positive points i really like the ladybugs it was my favorite bug
2: just seeing Uh, those
1: huge dudes trucking along I like the
2: ladybugs, they were nice. Um, I did accidentally attack one the first time because I was just like, There's a bug, kill it, it's gonna be easy to kill. And then it was like super hard to kill and had a lot of health. Um I like the little aphids, the little the little green dudes. They yeah. were really cute. they like
1: bunny rabbits almost.
0: They run around. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, is when I, I like I like the well, for our favorite bugs, I like the gnats. I think they're pretty cute as well. They're just fuzzballs with giant yeah. beady eyes. Oh, but yeah. um <laughs> The and there's a really funny clip I made of Philip. So Philip is like uh he's got a bow and air and he's like, I'm gonna take the shot and I'm watching him just aim up into the air, and then I look up and see the gnat, and then he just nails it right in the face <laughs> and it dies, <laughs> and I was just like, That was tragic, dude. That was like the last of us. <laughs> like,
3: what the fuck just happened?
1: <laughs> but um, Oh you wanna talk about host advantage? Or do you guys Oh
0: my god hold that what? thought. Yeah, you just okay. reminded me of that too. Well, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say before anyways. So, uh you're yeah, about the bugs? so What was I talking about? Oh, the ladybugs. Okay, so I was listening to a Joe Rogan episode and I can't remember what it was because you brought up the ladybugs and you're like, "Oh, this will be easy to kill, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, that ladybug will fuck you up." And I was like, man, ladybugs are monsters in this game. Ladybugs are little pussy bugs in fucking real life. You know what I mean? They don't do shit. And apparently ladybugs are like the Mike Tyson of the fucking garden. Because this dude <laughs> talking was talking about, about – right Dude, apparently ladybugs fuck other bugs up, like, like little larvas or little caterpillars that eat some things. Ladybugs show up and they kill the shit out of bugs, dude. Like this guy was talking about, he's like, I plant this specific plant because it attracts ladybugs. Because ladybugs will are like the fucking bouncer outside of the fucking club for this fucking garden, dude. I was like, what?
2: And do they got ladybugs in the UK? Yeah, yeah, we got loads of ladybugs over here. Mm. Yeah. Have
1: you ever seen one beat the crap Mike Tyson stuff? No, bug?
2: I haven't. No. Dude, they just put him the against the ropes, apparently. Yeah, I was going to say just image of a ladybug, just German suplex in a little aphid or something.
0: Oh my god. Have you seen this There's this fucking video on YouTube. Uh, what am I gonna, what am I doing? There's this video on YouTube where it's like it's uh, the last supper with Jesus, you know, but it's like in modern day. And it's real and it's just a really dumb cartoon. I think I sent it to Philip already. But there is this fight that Jesus has with, with uh Judas. It is so fucking funny. It's like from a it's like from a WWE. He's like punch. he's like holding him over his shoulder and punching him in the head while like fireman carrying him and punching him, and he goes, ah, and just fucking suplexes him like it's WWE. It's so funny, and it's I'm animated trying- so good.
2: Okay. I'm reading stuff about ladybugs now because you got me like... <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, like, apparently you're right. This dude's saying, like, a single adult ladybug consumes more than a thousand aphids in a day. Like, apparently they're just built <laughs> to hunt these aphids down and kill them. Like, that is their sole purpose.
0: <laughs> the apex
2: predator <laughs> ladybug. So stupid. Absolutely right, crazy.
1: Uh, uh, we are going long again. Uh you host- want to talk about host <laughs> advantage?
0: So... There were things that were absolutely fucking worthless if you were connected to somebody like in a multiplayer game. It is um like, so Philip was using the bow and arrow, and he's like, this thing is so good. I could never hit anything with the bow and arrow. Like, you can throw tomahawks like you're fucking Kratos in God of War, but, like, if you are not the host, they will and they will just phase through, like, your Danny Phantom. Like, you are not hitting anything with any projectiles in this fucking game if you're not the host. And it was driving me nuts. Because, like, for the first three days, I was like, why are you allowed to throw shit if if nothing connects and philip was like what are you talking about you're just gonna aim good (laughs) and i'm like philip look at this hey yeah and i fucking throw and i my fucking axe just goes straight through he's like huh
2: (laughs) just completely whiffed it looked like
0: it looked like you
2: hit that guy i don't know i didn't even know that was a fin i never i never realized that well how much hunting with the bow or throwing spear did you use (laughs) I mean, we we went around and we were throwing stuff at creatures and that, but like, even with the hitting, like Ellie seemed because I was hosting, Ellie seemed to have a harder time hitting the creatures than I did. She was and she was, she was really struggling. No, I was a host. See, yeah, that I think that 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 it all checks out. I'm
0: getting that's ahead crazy. Of you.
2: <laughs> he's getting so angry about the game look
0: <laughs> yeah because it's like that's the safest way to fight but i couldn't do it and i was the one getting fr- the most frustrated
1: once you get the bow the bow is actually very finely tuned like i was i think nave whenever i first we first noticed this i was like watch this nave and i shot like three gnats down in a row and i'm not a great first person shooter I, i'm capable mm. so i would like if i'm able to drop those those little boys that are just floating around doing nothing that easily, like, <laughs> I was it's like that be pretty looks good. like fun.
0: <laughs> Wish I could do that. <laughs> As my fucking uh, my fucking arrows just soar into the fucking heavens. <laughs> I can't <laughs> hit anything.
2: All right, uh, do you guys have any more meat points? No, no. I think I hit everything I want to hit.
0: I'm trying to get into our notes, but my phone is like an ancient fucking artifact. I don't think I have. I don't think we have anything. All right. What does real take- life
2: connections mean?
0: <laughs>
1: That was for the dandelions. <laughs> Whenever I yeah, see
0: the I dandelions, at,
2: and I'm like, oh. Damn I
0: lives. look at flowers differently in the real world now.
1: I'm going to yeah.
2: look at ladybugs differently now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely ladybugs.
1: All right. Uh, let's take a break. That's
0: probably going to be the title of the episode, right? <laughs> Something about ladybugs. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm good personally. Apex Predator ladybugs. <laughs> All right. And we're back. Who would like to take the lead on their final words about rounded game preview?
2: Oh, I'll go first as as a guest. I go, I'll go first. Okay. Hmm, this game has a I feel like the game has a big potential, right? I feel like it's one of those things that the groundwork is there for this to be a fun and enjoyable game. The groundwork? Yeah. ah Ah. see (laughs) you know it's it's got the right aesthetic it's got the right environment the environment feels like you are in a garden it just there needs to be some sort of scaling of the difficulty and in terms of like early combat because it sounds like later combat gets a lot a lot easier early combat gets easier you guys were confident in hunting ants and stuff but Early combat, I was not touching a single bug. Like, I had no incentive to go out and even try and take on a soldier ant. I, I get that the game's preview, it just feels as if, you know, there should be more, you know, and I, it sounds like the story is going to be way too long. Like, we only have 20% of the story, apparently, and, like, that's just crazy. <laughs> There's, like, four labs so far that you can explore or something. I. I want to say play this game, but I wholeheartedly can't say play the game, the state that it's in. Maybe it will become a better state further down the line, but as it stands right now, uh, definitely in terms of like you guys and like, you know, is it better solo or is it better multiplayer? I I feel like it's better multiplayer. I can't imagine playing this game solo. I really can't play. If you're going to play it, play a multiplayer you know, have everyone just have their own role and do their own thing and then reconvene back at base and then go on the missions together. That's what I'd say.
0: You know, you say that at the end with the if it's better off playing solo and stuff. We say that in almost every intro. It's episode 51. And I think it's like that's like the only the third time in our final words has. gone. <laughs> don't play it solo. Play it co-op. And I'm like, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's what our podcast ever, is about.
1: <laughs> have we ever had a game where we said don't play co-op? No.
0: yeah, <laughs> I think we just uh, like to know. play games with each other. I don't know. <laughs> there, must <laughs> I don't think... there must be one.
1: There uh, must be one. Dark, no, that, Elden I Elden Ring a little
0: me. bit. We kind of did that with Elden Ring.
1: I was better off alone.
0: Because the what? bosses are just so much harder in Elden Ring if you have co-op partners with you. The mimic tier OP.
1: Let me jump in uh, for my final words. We'll kick it to you, Nave. I think you nailed it on the head with the everyone do your own role. We came in this hot on medium difficulty. And... Uh-huh. We should have either fine-tuned a custom difficulty with the tons of options they give you or played on easy. Just anything to cool down. And it'd be nice to have two more players because if I could come in the game and just focus on base building and have a good time, like, I could do that. Like, Nave can be our adventurer that goes out and gathers more rare resources or if he needs backup to call on one of us. Like, I wish we had two more people playing with us. Like, I don't know how we could have Timed it with you being so many hours ahead of us. <laughs> like uh, we probably could not find a reasonable way for us to play this game. But I wish we all played four together. So I recommend this game to be played by people co op. I don't think single player would be worth it because I played this solo, but it was always in preparation for co op. Both of my daughters have seen me play this, and I've played this with my daughters, and they enjoyed it. But they also agree the difficulty is tuned way up too much medium difficulty they were immensely struggling because my oldest daughter she seems to have a problem just navigating a 3d environment sometimes where she's like dad where are you and i'm like i'm 37 centimeters this way whatever i'm like right around the corner and she's like where's that you know just completely lost in the (laughs) sauce and i'm like just look at the waypoint she's like there's no waypoints there's so many waypoints in this game they give you tons of waypoints yeah yeah i think you can have like
2: 12 or something there's loads
1: I recommend I mean, this game. I recommend you lower the difficulty. And I recommend you don't try to just knock out the story as much as you can. Take your time. Focus on just doing what you actually enjoy doing. Otherwise, you're going to burn out like we did. We burned out so fast. I say so fast. We played multiple like over 10 hours of this game. But we still burned out in the end
2: and ditched I mean, Chris. Could you imagine doing <laughs> the dungeons on your own? Oh, my God, it would be so
1: much slower. I would inchworm my way with like multiple respawn points just to get there. (laughs) Yeah, there's no way I could just like because even the hedge maze, I ended up setting a respawn point at like the base of the hedge and we were still full struggle mode just to get up there.
0: Which was a fucking big brain move, Philip. Because before we, when we were, we did the hedge maze, the first like twenty five deaths of the hedge maze, we were literally sprinting back to the hedge maze like four hundred centimeters away. That it was so far away until Philip had the brilliant idea of. I'm going to put a bed over there. <laughs> like,
3: I'm, I'm tired of this.
0: <laughs> the second place is so bad that they give you a fucking bed right at the beginning. They're yeah, like, they, this is going to hey, suck. Here's
1: a respawn point. <laughs> oh, shit. You're, you're going to need it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. And we proceeded to suicide run from that bed multiple times. till we eventually like it's not even that we were, I don't know, fighting our way through like a massive bunch of enemies. It was like we were meat into the meat grinder, wearing down the <laughs> enemies, like respawn, run in there, pick a backpack, use crappy hammer because it's the only tool that's not broken to fight <laughs> off these droids. Because <laughs> you fight robots later on in the labs. You fight these security robots. They are oh, wow. They're so strong. God damn it. All right, Nave, what's your final words?
0: You you yoinked that, that point I was going to bring up from me, but yeah, if you're going to play this game... I'm just gonna I'm just going to make an ice cream sandwich of your both of your points play it co-op, don't play it solo adjust the difficulty don't play on medium uh, that really soured all of it sounded like it soured all of our experiences when this game probably yeah. would have been a, a lot more enjoyable if we decided to start off on an easier difficulty And like Philip said, we weren't like, Fucking uh, get good balls to the walls. Going, we saw medium, and medium was like, "Yep, that sounds good." Medium's like the normal base
2: mode, apparently. Like that's the yeah. this is how it's meant to be played.
0: And it's it's uh, life is a struggle. Maybe that's what they're trying to teach us <laughs> through the <laughs> eyes of these tiny children. You know, it would be great though if if in the in the end game, uh, you get shrunk down with a Glock nine millimeter, and you just <laughs> fucking pop <laughs> caps in these stupid ladybugs. Somebody mod pistols and ak's into this fucking game because i'll play the shit out of that game i want to shoot bugs i hate these bugs all right this game's fine i I forgot (laughs) we're in the final (laughs) reviews
1: yeah so is this a play do you think are you gonna play this game again i know you already said no ben
0: i mean honestly if you were like hey you want to play some more grounded i'd be like okay what's interesting is that the there's an xbox uh showcase coming up i think in a month and it's being speculated that Grounded's gonna appear there, and like the full game's gonna be released like sometime this year, maybe. I mean, it's all speculation, but I mean, like maybe. I mean, if the full game came out and somebody else was like, "Hey, I want to be on your show. Can we talk about Grounded?" I'd be like, "Okay." With what me and Philip know, I think we could probably rush through those first two things, and we're definitely, even though we put in like 20 hours into that fucking one game, the the one world, I think that. We need to abandon that fucking world and, and start it on an easier difficulty. We need to turn 100%. that fucking weapon degradation off. It is I awful.
2: That's what I was going to say. I feel like if if like one or two people was like, "Hey, I kind of want to play this game. Do you want to play it?" I would jump in, but I would jump in with a custom difficulty, like a hundred percent medium. Medium is just far too unforgiving. But yeah, I mean, I would. I, I say I wouldn't play it. I wouldn't play the world that we made. I would definitely restart like you guys and, and do like a custom difficulty. I'd be much more inclined to, to do that. We, you have a lot less to lose than we do. We got yeah. a lot of, we got a lot of, at that point the last two days, it was
0: just pride because we'd put so much blood, sweat and tears into our shan- yeah, shanty town.
2: All I have to lose is like a small base by the field station. Like I don't really have much.
1: Well, you just found the other f- field stations, right? Nope. There's so many field stations just scattered around. Like we don't have, we didn't set up, we did set up a camp at the first one, but it, there's another one way to the south that became D camp.
2: Right, I I could tell there was more because as soon as it started giving us like place markers for stuff, I was like, okay, there's gonna be more than one field station.
0: I don't even know what the field stations do. To be honest, You
2: use them for research,
1: for scanning
2: equipment. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's it's like, like why do you even need more them. than one? <laughs> So, you can explore more of the area. You haven't got a. Because yeah. there's no fast travel. So. Oh,
0: yeah. It does fucking Assassin's oh. Creed reveal this the game, map,
1: doesn't it? If you could fast travel between field stations, this game would be perfect, I feel.
2: Like, even on medium I difficulty. I wanted to be able to, like. I, I saw, like, the ladybug and I was like, oh my god, can I tame and ride this ladybug? Like, that would be fucking awesome. You can stand on it and that ride is it. That was the
0: first thing that Philip did was stand on the ladybug and, like, ride it <laughs> yeah. for a little while. It's like, take me somewhere.
2: And yeah, it's like, do it like, cool, um. Like, it's what's funny. it called? Um, arc, like survival evolved. Like, you should be able to, like, tame the bug in a way and, like, ride it for fast travel or something. That'd be cool. All right.
1: At this point, I want to thank you, Ben, for joining us on Gaming Together.
2: Hey, it's been my pleasure. I'm glad to be here.
1: So, how about you give another shout out for Play Along? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, go check them out.
2: We, them, me, us. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, it is a audio book style podcast where we take a game split into sections and then encourage those listening to play along with us we have done a bunch of different stuff we are currently doing wind waker which is our second zelda game uh of like the five main series yeah. that jared has suggested <laughs> yeah Returning when i saw it continue. i was just
0: like another zelda game huh
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was like any excuse. He was like, Oh, you know, it's like Wind Waker's anniversary soon and it's just gone our year anniversary, it'd be really cool. And I was like, just say you want to yeah, play it. Yeah, Wind just Waker, say you bro. wanna play it.
1: <laughs> yeah, stop trying to validate it.
2: When, when you listen to the
0: episodes, he's definitely in his pocket. Like oh, there is yeah. there's a hilarious part. So Kai and Jared both live to live together and they just take turns playing the game and there's one whole episode that kai didn't do jack shit like <laughs> like jared did all of the fucking and so every time Ben would be like hey so who played this section and then jared would every time just like slowly get quieter and quieter like, I, did. I, I played it <laughs> and you're like what did kai? i think at the same time i say out loud when i'm, listening to you, I'm like what did kai even do
2: <laughs> but yeah it's um like we've done we're doing wind waker we've done like Disco Elysium, Kentucky Route Zero, Metal Gear, um, the Thinking Man's Games. Yeah, we also have like um, interstitial episodes where we do one and done games. Uh, we did like Doom, Frog Fractions, things like that. Uh, I'll send you guys our, our link tree, and you can put it in the show notes. All the the socials and everything will be there if people want to go fantastic. and give us a check out. Which uh,
0: you guys are you guys are playing Wind Waker, I actually. You guys got further in Winwicker in the second episode than I ever did. I played <laughs> Winwicker like four times trying to play it, and I just, I just, I'm sorry, Jared. I just don't know what's it. I love the music, man. Don't get me wrong, music's great, aesthetics gate great. The game's pretty, but it's like, I just don't, I don't feel it like i don't like everyone loves assassin's creed black flag the pirate one but mm-hmm. i just i there's something about boats i just do not give a fuck like i just i <laughs> can fuck i can care less about that or couldn't care less i could i couldn't care less how's that couldn't saying care go? less couldn't care less could yeah the other way less. doesn't make sense anyway boats but, are yeah. all right
1: dave what are we playing next week
0: uh wolfenstein youngblood you know we like we played like multiple bangers in a row and now we're playing like two games that we're just not really feeling <laughs> so there's a there is a dramatic shift in like happiness that i feel that directly correlates to what we're playing on the podcast i feel like
1: <laughs> i know it's bad so, yeah. when i'm like nave let's let's uh play a game for the pod i start up wolfenstein and you're like honestly man i just can't handle this game right now <laughs> i'm like <"All> right. <laughs> <laughs> i genuinely right.
0: did that that's why we started playing rainbow six siege because Philip was like i want to play with you though like what do you want to do and i'm like i just can't i not this game man not right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> i look forward to listening to that one
0: real quick uh you guys talked about spirit Tra- uh legend of zelda spirit tracks the ds one you remember that one game uh that game philip yeah
1: i think i uh, well, played the crap out it? of it
0: yeah, Fear so tracks? they talk about it. Yeah, they bring it up in the le- in the latest episode. I mean, like, it's relative now. It's probably going to be a different episode now. But the, um, There's this really cool puzzle in that game because Jared was like, I'm afraid of that game because you control the stylus. It's not that bad. Uh, you you yeah. get used to it really fast. There's this really cool puzzle where you have like a, a map and then you have like a, a thing and you, there's nothing you can do. There's no way to interact with it. You're like touching the touchscreen and stuff. And the way that you solve the puzzle is you physically close the DS and you open it up and that thing leaves an imprint the thing that's on the top screen leaves an imprint on the on the paper on the bottom screen and it's so fucking cool cool. it is like legit metal gear solid 2 like put the fucking controller in the second port kind of shit because i had no idea what to do and i was getting pissed off and i closed it and just put it down for like five days and when i came back i opened it up and it was in sleep mode and the puzzle was solved and i was
2: like (laughs) what (laughs) see when nintendo do gimmicks right it's brilliant yeah the stylus
0: controlling link though that is nintendo doing gimmicks wrong (laughs) (laughs) quit it cut it out nintendo
1: all right all right and with that i want to thank you once again ben and dear co-op listeners for joining us this week can't wait for next week maybe we can all go and uh kill some ladybugs together
0: or drown horrifically there's a lot of child violence that
1: happens in this game (laughs) hey they highlight you are teens not childs which, oh. oh, that's the thing we never talk about in this game, is the amount of talking that the teens are always doing every time you do anything. <laughs> All right.
3: Yeah, Rewind.
1: yeah bring it okay, back. We're, we're not done <laughs> okay. yet.
2: I was like my finger <laughs> on the button getting ready to end the podcast. Yeah, I completely forgot. There were so many times when I was walking around and it was just like, first emergency. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. like they're constantly talking to one another and ellie was like like my character would be like if i don't eat now i'm gonna die and ellie would be like are you are you hungry i'm like yes yeah i'm hungry yeah
0: it's so funny because dude after day one
2: muted fucking
0: muted i muted the game instantly i started listening to fucking uh podcasts and spotify and shit and but i would just hear philip go hey nave you're thirsty over there and i'm like i don't I didn't hear it because your character would be like, I want water. Like, screaming. <laughs> I guess they're kids. It makes sense. But it's like, it's still so weird.
1: <laughs> well, like Nave's character, he played as Hoops, the basketball girl. And yeah. it was Hoops so funny because she would always. Yeah. She always say stupid basketball or like game related things like uh when she'd pop back up from being dead because nave would just die and repeatedly pop up in base i just say, hoops is back in the game and i'm like i get it nave you died <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it's funny too because like so this character like i heard your daughter which i think is really interesting that your daughter on like the first or second day you, she was like what are you playing and you were like it's ground and she, I, I think she said something like oh this looks cool i want to play it with you yeah. and that's Both when you're like it like It definitely looks like a game. Like, it is visually appealing. It is surprisingly difficult for how it looks. But, like, uh, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, she said, what? She's like, "Uh, why is Nave a girl? And you're like, because it has a cat on the shirt. And I'm like, no, it's because the cat's riding a skateboard, dog. (laughs) Tony Hawk for life, dude. Get it right, bro. (laughs) it's like everyone in our show has heard my phone go off a hundred times and it's the Tony Hawk fucking doing a special move. Like that's what I fucking love Tony Hawk.
1: All right. Now we can end it. So uh, something, something ladybugs next time. See ya. Child violence. Bye. Bye.